0: this, this episode, of course, is sponsored by the good folks at Bevel.
1: That's right. You got to get that Bevel blade so that you don't have any more shaving bumps, razor blotches, any nasty things.
0: It's the holiday season. So listen, go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete first month free. That's right. Free. Three ninety nine. 99. To- and you can't complain about anything for free. Listen, woman, you listen to the Premium Pete show, Miss Lissa, she knows she's going to get one for her man. and you're He's gonna invisible, get one for so he too. doesn't need a razor, oh, no. but-
1: you other bitches out there, make sure y'all get that bevel blade. You want your man's skin to be smooth like Nas, Al.
0: Go to getbevelcom forward slash Pete. Fuck with bevel, because we fuck with them, too. That's right. Now let's get to the show. Cheer. Cheer. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the premium peach show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the premium peach show. If you want the scoop in the low down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you
1: heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa, no, it's the premium peach show. Never too sure, Miss Lissa might do. Split like deuce. Annoying bitches wear cause it fits like shoes. Che- Jimmy Jimmy chew these bitches like boots. Uh. Bitches like boots. Wearing them shits out because they stress like you. Or- yeah. Rock a hundred times And it's just like new Wavy in his bitch in the vest like proof Jumping off the building And it's just like proof Headed to the top Cause we just like roof. Getting in your car Cause we just like coops Magic in his bitch And we just like poof Fucking up the shit Then we just like oobs You take a nap in your shit But don't crash in this shit I sleep in a Tesla cruise Ooh. Ask if Miss Lisa knows And I bet I knew She know Yo, I hate you I told you what the fuck to say Don't worry about it No, you was, fucking up my song I told you We fine. didn't got to go into the song now Because I told you that shit was We got to just start, start it up again? No, we
0: got to just start it up You ruined it Okay, listen First of all, you coming with original quality I can't do that Original content okay. I'm loving it I'm loving it
1: But you was loving it I gave you a so, cue she got I all... looked at you I pointed yo. And you just violated <laughs> And just did that And like, like I'm not Michael Jackson I'm not ready for Inti- Tito to f- fuck my shit up f- And just keep going the I
0: don't know I want to let you know something It's like fucking early in the morning, and she's screaming. Yo, did you have your bacon, egg, and cheese yet?
1: I didn't eat anything yet. No? No. You I'm feeling like a gay white man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat breakfast. <laughs> you got to get right for the Yo, summer. What do you mean
2: gay white men don't eat breakfast? I <laughs> have a
1: couple of gay friends, and they tell me you got to, you know, they always trying to stay in shape, and they don't eat. They just snack on sleep, eat like a couple of peanuts when you feel lightheaded, drink a lot of water. Sleep. Nah, or, they want
2: some dick in the morning. No, they, we, they don't want, they want to be on an empty stomach when they get <laughs> fucked
0: first thing in the morning. God bless them. Right. Yeah. You know, um, well, you
1: do need no introduction. Who doesn't know that voice?
0: Listen, regardless of a voice, I will say this. I want to. I want to start right where you were saying. Years ago, I remember you and uh, Andrew Dice Clay has always been a favorite of mine. Charlemagne's yeah. in the building. I guys. know. I know. I know that that you and him got into a little uh, altercation back in the day, right? Yeah, that was a setup. Yeah, it was. But yeah, we'll that. go into it in a second. Okay. But I, what I do want to say is, yo, he he reminds me some of you a little bit, and I'm gonna explain to you what I mean, like. When you talk about gay, like gay or dick or something like that, he used to be like, yo, you, I remember him this exact line. He was like, yo, you can't smoke a cigarette at a bus stop. You know, you could get arrested. I forgot where it was at the time. He was mentioned, you can't smoke a mall, bro, but if you want to smoke the baloney pony, you could do that. <laughs> and then he started complaining about bisexual. Yeah. And, and then he just came out and he was like, yo, either you suck dick or you don't. <laughs> and that was him and and, and 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 then another line he said that was crazy, which I don't think the world can ever deal with in this day and age, where he was like he didn't understand gay men. He was like, Yo, I could never understand how another guy looks at another man's hairy ass and says, Oh yeah, I want that. And, I feel, yeah, I understand. And and, and, and I'm not yeah. knocking that to, to whatever people do, it's twenty sixteen, whatever yeah. they decide to do. But what I'm trying to say is he does remind me a little of you in his style like being brash. Even like even I'm brash sometimes, but the point I'm trying to make is America still ready for somebody that could just say what the fuck they want Yes, he's president now.
2: Mm, mm. (laughs) He's the the president-elect now. His name is Donald fucking Trump. And guess what? After 18 months of him fucking fear-mongering and hate-mongering and spreading hate, saying what he wants about Muslims, Mexicans, women, handicapped people, you got motherfuckers saying we should give him a chance. Mm, mm. First of all, we don't got no choice but to give him a chance because he's fucking president. That's number one. And
0: number two, fuck no, I'm not giving him a chance. I don't fuck with Trump. How the fuck did this happen? Shit off the bat. Internet, Charlemagne's in the fucking building. How did this fucking happen? How did Trump... Because I'll be honest with you. Hillary came on the fucking Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. She was trying to get all the different votes she could get. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was trying to be down with the hot sauce. Where, she I think she Jay-Z. tried too hard, to be honest with you. She
2: had been talking about hot sauce, though, since the 90s. I'll get rid of that. Okay, I, I saw okay. an old interview. I don't know if it was with 2020 or somebody, and she said she used to use Tabasco sauce for her <laughs> immune system. Okay, so okay. she been on that hot sauce Okay, shit. okay. Yeah, I'll get rid of
0: that. But she went around, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, maybe I follow the wrong people because from what I got is that Trump was horrible. No media was really showing him any highlight. I thought he, he had no chance to ever fucking win. I'm be honest with you. This yeah. is how I felt. Yeah. Because what I I never seen. Like if you think about it, like all these New York Times or no media was being like you should vote. Very few media outlets were saying you should yeah, vote. Yeah, but for none Trump. of
2: that media counts no more. I didn't know that. It's all about social <laughs> media. It's all about social media. And not only that, Donald Trump was talking to a demographic of people that nobody had ever talked to them, poor and disenfranchised, poor, white, trash niggers down (laughs) south and in those rural areas in the Midwest. Nobody ever empowered them. That's true. You know, he empowered them and they they, they had his back. So and not only that, not enough white people voted for Hillary Clinton. Mm. Like if you look at the people that voted for her, it was a large number of black people, a good number of Latino people and not enough white people. She only had like thirty percent of white people vote for her.
0: What about there was a, a big amount of people that didn't mm-hmm. vote at all? I mean, what do you think forty? About, I think like forty nine point Th- six percent. That's a lot. Half. What do you think about somebody? Uh, I don't know who we're speaking about the other day, but Kaepernick, right? I I love what he has done. I love the awareness he has brought. I yeah. love that the conversation he has brought. He, go, this dude was willing to put his life job on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to, to just to bring you know just let us talk about what the problems are in America. Yep. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, when I found out he didn't vote. I felt that was kind of corny, in my opinion.
2: I gave, I, I gave Stephen A. Smith donkey of the day because okay. he went in on Kaepernick okay. for that. And my thing was, I, I feel like everybody should vote, too. Yeah. Like That was my thing. Everybody should have went out there and voted. I don't want to hear about you complaining now about Trump being in office if you didn't even take the initiative to get up off your ass and go to exactly. the voting booth. But with Kaepernick's situation, the problem I have with what Stephen A. Smith said, he he tried to discredit everything Colin Kaepernick had done. Mm. You know, and that's not right. No, like, no, like yeah. Malcolm X, go go listen to his stance on voting. You're going to discredit everything Malcolm X did for for black people mm-hmm. and the injustices he stood up for. Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, you're going to discredit all the you know uh, injustices he stood up for, as far as black people are concerned, just because he didn't vote. Like, you can't discredit all the work somebody's put in just because they didn't vote.
0: Now, see that I could agree with, but I do think that he, you know, when you bring up some of these points. So he basically got people behind him mm-hmm. and he got people saying like, you know what, maybe he makes even the people that may not even realize or may not be, uh, you know, afraid to do this. Yeah. That's what I feel like he did. So voting would have been just another step on like, this is what we need to do to come yeah. together. And just but be- he didn't
1: agree with either one of the parties. So who should he have voted for? Just because he has to vote? Uh, like- I think the
0: clear vote was Hillary.
2: I'll but he didn't, he, he didn't like what she liked. I mean, the other thing is, too, though, I feel like uh, if it was other like police reform things on the ballot or maybe if one of the candidates had a clear cut plan for police reform mm-hmm. for him not to vote, then right. it would be super hypocritical. You know, but neither one of the candidates had a real clear cut plan on police before,
0: yeah. you know Trump doesn't even really feel like the police are doing anything wrong.
1: Trump can't even spell police
0: man but well that's the that, a fact. that's what scares me the most you know and and just really seeing like the police like, here's the thing he talks about law and order, right, but I love his that law show. no no not the show oh. his law and order is all it, it, it is back in the day racism absolutely like right, right, keep in mind right, this is a guy that's probably like. The cops could do no wrong. This yes. is a guy that is going to keep that blue line secure. Bro, he's talking about making Sheriff David Clark. Yeah, yeah, Y'all yeah. Y'all know who yeah, David yeah, Clark, the is? guy with the super the crazy goatee. black dude that yeah, yeah. runs Milwaukee. Yeah, talking about
2: making him the head of Homeland Security. Yeah. Sheriff David Clark thinks Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization already. Yeah. So imagine if he is in charge of Homeland fucking. security. I don't security. trust that man's
0: goatee. You know, whatever you see that joint he got. What is that called? I don't know what the fuck that shit is that's called. A, that's I way you're that pussy. Yeah. It's crazy though because, like, yo, Donald Trump is really creating
2: the Brotherhood of Evil what Mutants. About right what about Giuliani? Giuliani might be Attorney General. Yo,
0: w- w- let me tell you something.
2: We're, let me...
1: I feel like this was just like a last ditch attempt to like, like they said, it was like white lashing. Like so many of the old white people with those beliefs, those racist beliefs were about to die. So this was like an attempt to get the younger generation to quote unquote, make America great again when it's like really making it, just make it a racist again. Donald
2: Trump was white. Male authorities hail Mary pass. Right. Mm, mm. And he caught that motherfucker. <laughs> that <laughs> held, was, on. This,
0: held on, for, would stick him on his gloves. They
2: couldn't stand to see Hillary. First of all, you got eight years of a black president. Right. you're going to give me four years of a woman? Mm, That's too mm. much of a threat to and white y- male authority. And right. you know why?
0: That's another thing. That's another thing that you brought up a great point. So many, how many people do you think, men in particular, who are like, I'm not voting for a woman for a president. Yeah. How many do you think? You think,
2: a lot. Because, you, you know, I didn't realize sexism was still so... Yeah prevalent. Like, I'm not gonna front, man. I have an issue when it comes to, like, women. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm not aware of a lot of the insecurities that women face, especially black women. And the reason I'm not aware is because my whole life, the strongest people in my life have been women. Mm. Like my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, my sisters. So I've always had a, a different respect for women. Now, I will be the first to say that hip hop walked my mind as far as how I deal with women. Mm. Because, you know, we grew up listening to sure. Snoop Dogg telling the <laughs> sure, sure, bitches sure, ain't sure. shit but hoes and tricks. And, you know, Cameron said, niggas think to teach a bitch, you got to <laughs> treat a bitch. Now you stupid <laughs> motherfucker got
0: to beat a bitch. That's how you reach a bitch. DM- like, whoa. D- DMX, DMX didn't put anything on it either. Yeah. Yeah. He helped us almost catch a case,
2: but I just, I just always, I always felt like women were like in control, and I always like dealing with women more than I like dealing with guys. Women are more loyal. Yeah, women are more organized. Sure. Yeah. So I you didn't realize that so many people look at women the way that they do. Like, like I didn't realize America was still so sexist. I'm going to be totally honest. What about uh, growing up? You grew up in South Carolina, right? Absolutely. And uh, mom and pops. Mom and pops. And yeah. My my, fa- my mom and father got divorced um, in like 90, 98. Okay. Yeah, but they were like a long time years. Yeah, they were together like thirty years that's prior a, to that. That's a new. Th- do divorce- they only
1: stay together for the family? Like once you guys like older and established, they like nah.
2: Because I had three. I had two younger brothers and a younger sister. My younger brothers and sister was like my sister was in middle school. My brothers was still like in maybe middle
0: school, right. high school. Yeah. is popping, man. is like cal you now. Popping. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being I'm being honest, man. Like that's, people people get married to get divorced, but uh, what what did moms uh, do growing up?
2: Moms was an English teacher. Pops, um, Pops did a little bit of everything. Also, oh,
0: that motherfucker, Cowboy fan, he got stunned. That he stunned motherfucking he people. He stunned at the somebody game years at the Jets ago.
2: game. Yeah, my father, my father stunned the Marine on nine eleven at the Cowboys versus that, New York that, Jets game.
0: That's definitely your father. <laughs> what a fucking stun gun. <laughs> what did Pops do growing up? He
2: did a little bit of everything. My father did uh, construction. That was his main thing. He had a construction company called McKelvey and son, So he used to always be like building houses and working on construction. Can you say sites. construction again? Construction. Right. What'd I say?
1: Construction.
2: Oh, I'm from the South. And your mother's
1: an English teacher. That's funny. Absolutely.
2: I love it. And then my my father, like, he had bouts with drugs and alcohol, and he also hustled. He Mm -hmm. hustled as well Mm -hmm. once he got cleaned up, so he was doing construction and hustling at the same time. So, you know, it was good. It was dope. I used to, I I had street smarts and I had book, book smarts. smarts yeah, my yeah. mom was always keeping a book in my face, and I used to love the Book your program. You used to have to read four books and you get a free pizza. Is and shit. That,
0: I remember I used to be on the Riff program. It's called Reading is Fundamental. And what yeah. they used to give you when you read You used to get a free book. But I think I still owe them books. That's the problem. It's like blockbuster. Motherfuckers want to charge you mad money for yeah. uh, something you took out. Yeah. Like... After a certain amount of time, that book is mine now. Absolutely. Or, or that VHS is mine. Until you fucking you pull up your it. credit report and that
2: fucking book <laughs> Equinox remember, seventh grade is still on there. That old Equinox membership, exactly. Yo, how is your credit these days, man? Oh, my credit's good. Yeah. But I mean, I took the steps to clean <laughs> my shit up, though. Like, I got a secured credit card back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, I started paying off shit. I mean, that paying off shit don't mean nothing. It's about, you know, getting a secured credit card and what you're paying now. But my mm. credit, I'm in the sevens right now. Look at that. Yeah, I'm in the sevens. Now, the right reason
0: now. why I say that for is because all the time I speak on here, is back in the day growing up, I mean, particularly me, not everybody, and I always try to push for people to work on their credit. Like, wow. sometimes I think people think about like credit or, or, or learning about how to be a first time homeowner, like, that shit ain't cool. People rather talk about Jordans or, 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 or just like, you know, some girl who gives good head. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. good and everything. Yeah. God bless. But focusing on building credit wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Yeah, like, yeah. I tell people, like, yo, I used to hustle. We used to carry everything we had cash. on us and think, like, and, and think, like, and I always thought cash was cow. And it is. Cash is beautiful. It's good to be liquid, but the, you have to have credit. I'll never forget my father was telling me, uh, you know, later on, I wish a motherfucker would tell told me younger on, but he was telling me how you need the credit because you really can't buy a house fully out in cash. Like you have to have some type of thing to help you. Like, you can do it. you Italian.
1: You, know? you could definitely do it. No, him. no,
0: but he was explaining how it makes The average sense. person can't do yeah. it. average person don't have fucking
2: 400000 yeah. lying around to buy a house outright.
0: And why not? You know, put a little down, get credit, get a house. You can wind up buying and flipping houses and shit like that. That was my thing.
2: I never had bad credit, I just always had no credit. Exactly.
0: Which is, they so, say, is worse. Which is
2: worse than yeah. having bad credit. Did it take you a long time to
0: get your credit up? Or nah, because on once
2: it? I once I got the information, which is what what a, what a lot of our people suffer from, just a lack of information. When I say our people, I don't just mean black people. I just mean anybody who comes from the hood or comes from a porn disenfranchised situation or comes from the ghetto. They don't teach us that kind of shit. So it's like, once somebody gave me the information, I went and got me a secure credit card. And I've been working on my credit for at least the past eight, nine years. Mm. So now I'm at a 700 I bought a house. Last year. Really? Yeah.
0: Now you live in, you, when did you exactly move out of South Carolina?
2: 2000, uh, I moved out of South Carolina in 2006 mm. because I was doing part-time radio at High 1039 okay. in Columbia, South Carolina. And um, Wendy and her husband, Kevin, Kevin Wendy Williams, offered me a job with her, you know, but they couldn't pay me. Mm. But it was like, I give you a place to stay. Mm. So I was like, fuck it, because you know, I'm the type of person, I can recognize opportunity even if right. there's not a paycheck attached to it. Yeah. So I was out.
0: Which so many people don't really know how to do
2: these Hell days. Hell no, especially this these
1: New kids. generation, they, they want to get oh paid. entitlement. Because
2: yeah. they got followers and shit. Because y'all got Facebook followers and Twitter <laughs> followers and Instagram followers, y'all think y'all popping. So it'd be, if you think you got a fan base, you're not doing
0: shit for free. Yo, I, I know we'll be all over the place. That's just the premium feature. I know we're all over the fucking place. whether it be Miss and me, or, or the guests, but... I want to say something. I, Kevin Hart was on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and it was one of the most biggest lessons I learned. Where he was talking about, like, "Yo, know, you paid me to do the movie; you didn't pay me to promote it on my Instagram." Damn right. Now, when he way he said all that, like he brought a lot of like internet. In if you've never seen that episode, go check it out. Um, I mean, he's been on there multiple times, so find that one. But the thing is, he he drops gems when he comes on. I feel always, like. uh-huh. and, and he he put me on to some things like about that. But I always see you always uh, do a lot socially for iHeart always do a lot so eat for breakfast. I'm not saying that they don't pay you, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is, is is, you obviously could be getting separate money from that too. I do. For Breakfast Club, I don't mind because, okay. you know, that's, home that's my show. That's nationally
2: okay. syndicated Breakfast Club. We in 70, you know, plus... We're on 74 stations across the country, you know? So it's like, for me, I have no problem promoting The Breakfast Club. But when it comes to, like, ads and stuff for iHeart, yeah, after Kevin told me that, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. He's absolutely right. Yeah. So if you want, like, you know, because you got these sales execs who go to these clients and they'll be like, well, yeah, Charlemagne has 1.5 million followers on Instagram and 1.5 on Twitter and this much on Snapchat. And you're like, "What that got to do with y'all? Yeah. This is my. This is mine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If they want to use my social media, then you got to fucking cut me another check. Mm.
0: And I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the way the way Kevin said that, man. Like, I, like I'll be honest with you. That's why. That's the one thing I love about podcasts, and that's the one thing I love because I look at like the Breakfast Club as becomes a video podcast afterwards. That's mm. how I look at it. Yeah. Um. And and just get just the gems that are always dropped. You think about it, even like you bringing on uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's my guy. Like, like like bringing him on. That's another thing too. I was telling somebody the other day about Charlemagne. And one thing I I, I love, uh, um, and I think that's helped your success. Because for mm-hmm. some reason, I always see I see you from up close, and then I see you from a distance. Mm-hmm. But I always see the wins accumulate. Like, and, and I think the you know it's even seeing you go on with that. What's that dude's name? The late night show, Colbert. Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Just just uh, just I'll the opportunity. Last week. Just the opportunities. Even yeah, yeah I'll give you another example. We were talking about before. We said about um you know Malcolm X, and you talk about you know even uh, uh you know Farrakhan. Yeah. You know, you, didn't you get invited out to go hang out with the, this dude multiple yeah, I times? Yeah, you been, became friends with this motherfucker. But I've been knowing the minister since 2005. No, just I know, but business, isn't, yeah. isn't isn't that amazing? He did, right? When you think about it. it I mean, what did what, I say?
1: You just called the minister an MF or for He met Minister
2: Farrakhan. He put MF, but he met Minister Farrakhan. Yes, sir. You had uh, a thank you, thank you, you better
1: <laughs> fix that because they was going to be right outside like an ex. But, I, I, like,
2: yeah, I mean, it's like it's interesting because it always feels surreal. Yeah. Like I, I never get, I never get used to it. Yeah. Like honestly, like I don't care who it is. Like you know, one one of the most surreal moments I remember, I was up at Rock Nation kicking on my dude Beehive, salute mm-hmm. to Beehive. Yeah. And I remember, Hove comes out the room and Hove was like, "Yo, I was gonna call you today. I'm looking around like, call who? <laughs> you got my number? Call me. Call me. Call me. Like, and then I ended up just having like a real great conversation with him for like two, three hours, and that's just. That's surreal. That's whole. These are people that raised most me. Most definitely, right. most definitely. You know what I mean? Minister Farrakhan, my father was giving me message to the black man by Elijah Muhammad and giving me Minister Farrakhan speeches to watch and giving me the autobiography of Malcolm X. Like I literally was damn near raised by these people, you right. know? Yeah.
1: How right. do you develop those those relationships without being like
2: thirsty re- or like I say God is because it really happened so organically. Like I when I, the first time I met Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, it was two thousand and five. Right. And um that's when they had the million more movement it was the 10-year anniversary of the million man march Mm. yeah it was the 10-year anniversary of the million man march and um he uh i used to do youth ministry at this at this uh mosque in columbia south Carolina, called Muhammad mosque number 38 i believe it was and so i was at the press junket and i'm just sitting there in my mind i'm like i ain't gonna never meet the minister again that's how i'm thinking i'm not gonna ever meet the minister again so i'm i need to ask some life questions right so i was asking him about how do i balance you know spirituality and hip hop and like and, and and after like the second question he answered both of them and then he was like You you stay behind you stand down. I'ma I'ma talk to you. Mm. And I'm like, all right, so the, like another 30-40 minutes went by in the press conference, he goes back to the suite. I'm like, oh man and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> so you know he what I <laughs> But then yeah, I thought he dubbed me, but then one of the brothers came in and was like, yo, Mit Minister wanna talk to you. Wow. So I went in this suite and we just build for another thirty minutes, and then you know his his one of his right hand man's brother Don Muhammad the brother Don, literally my hometown Monk's Corner. His hometown is Ridgeville. They're right next to each other. Him and my pops was okay cool for years. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's just like it just happens. Like I don't I don't I don't know. It just I just happened. Thank
1: God, is my publicist. He works for a lot of people. Absolutely. He's your publicist too. And for yes, me, in
2: my platform, when it when it came back around for it to be the twenty year anniversary of the Million Man March. Brother Don always would hit me up and just to make sure I was on point, just to make sure I was sure. on my square. So one day he hits me up and he goes, What's, what's up, brother? You on your square? And you're like, And I'm like, Yeah, man. And then I'm like, Yo, yo, ain't the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March coming up? So I'm just like, Yo, why don't, why don't we get the minister on? Because I was the type of person like, I'm going to shoot. Sure. I don't know if I'm going to score or not, but I'm going to shoot. I don't care what it is. All, all the person can tell me is no. He's no, right. yeah, I like that. I like That's that. That's it. And, you got to
0: have that approach. And we made it happen. Yo, and but he, on the first know. time, he didn't come on the. Um, the, he didn't come to the studio. No, he met him at a hotel in Queens. I, is, is there a reason behind that? I he just didn't know. want to come on he the studio? He was
1: booked. He got things to do. Yeah, come out. I really no. don't know.
0: I, I, but then he wound up coming on the studio the next he came time. came the next time, yeah. Just I, like Hillary, right? Did she ever come to the studio? Hillary
2: wanted to come to the studio. She just didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having to do it at the uh, the second interview. First interview we did someplace in Harlem at some school. Second interview we did at some place where she was having a fundraiser. Now, night.
0: when did they let you know that uh, where the address was and everything? Usually, they, don't they play like security wise? They don't let you know.
2: Hillary was an interesting process because Hillary had been wanting to come on the Breakfast Club for probably like a year prior to her coming, mm-hmm. but. It's weird when they, do your, when they do their vetting process on you, they mm-hmm. do a crazy yeah, vetting yeah. Like, they were sending me tweets. I forgot I had tweeted. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, they sent me... I, one, one year, I was Hillary for Halloween, maybe like three years ago. <laughs> so I had the fucking mask, but I had on like a Jordan pantsuit. And I was fucking wrestling this dude in my studio, acting like I was humping him and shit. They sent me the video. And I'm like, oh, shit. So then they had me on the phone for like an hour, just interviewing me, talking to me about how I feel about her and this and that. And then they actually declined. Oh shit! Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. they actually declined to do it at first. And then maybe like this year, because this was this was literally 2015 when all of this happened. Then like April 2016, like around March, they took me to dinner mm. and we sat where, down. The, where did they take it? Eat? Oh, I forgot the name of Peter that was, restaurant. Nah, it wasn't Ruth Chris. So, like Those some low, key. I've been band. there before. So, it's some low key spot though. They cheap, took, cheap place. Nah, it wasn't cheap at all. Okay. But they took me out to eat.
1: And just hey, you, not the whole clique.
2: Nah, it was just me at first. They okay. took me, and then they took Angel- Angelie individually, and then the interview happened in April, which was happened the
0: same week as the Birdman shit. Now I know we'll get to that. Now let me ask you: Did they um, did they ask you certain like you know questions beforehand? Like you know, like what are you going to ask? And because here's the thing: I, I remember when when people tweeting and saying. What? Why didn't you ask this, or why didn't you bring up this, mm-hmm. and why didn't? And obviously, they know you from. I mean, you made your mark already. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going to just back down now and not ask certain questions. Did they tell you what you could ask? Nah, it was no, it was really? no policy at
2: all. None, like zero, wow. zilch, nada. But you
1: guys don't even take people unless you can like have an open forum. Absolutely, right? yeah, but this is the president. It elect is
2: the, to be. It, it is the president. Or the president elect to be. candidate. But and, and I tell people all that time, nobody believes me? But not once did her or her team be like. You can't ask this. The only thing one of her, her teammates gave me a piece of advice on, her name was Denise Luther. Denise Denise was like, yo, nobody just talks to Hillary. Mm. And I remember sitting, I remember I had all these political questions, and I'm like, why the fuck would I be asking Hillary about political questions? I'm not Anderson fucking Cooper. Yeah, right. I'm not Don Lemon. I'm going to talk to her like, a nigga, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like honestly, that was my approach, and I remember telling Angela and that like, y'all want to just talk to her like she a nigga, yo. Like yeah, I, yeah. that's why, like my first question was some shit about do you get your fashion inspiration from Steve Harvey and his pantsuits? Like she don't got no talking point for that. Yeah. Like if you ask a politician a question about politics, they answered this shit a million times. The media train, the media train, they have talking points for all this shit. How about yo? You was in Brooklyn the other night. You ain't shout out Bobby Smurder and motherfucking Jay Z. What's up? Like I rather would, I wanted to just talk to her, and then in the midst of that, like I slip in the super predator stuff and everything, because she's already
0: loose and she's yeah. relaxed.
2: That's why we got that moment with yep. the hot sauce. Yep, yep. And I'm like, yo, it sounds like you pandering to black people again. And she's like, but is it working? I'm That's our honest moment. It, right. I'm
0: surprised uh, you're gonna go after the Monica Lewinsky and and the cigars. That would have been I a thought I, I, it wasn't touchy. I thought about it. I was just trying to figure out what would the approach be. Woman. Meaning staying in a relationship that uh, is, is yeah. people cheating on you. Like, you yeah. know, because she accepted it, basically. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, something I never even, I'll break something I never even spoke about. But when I was younger, my father cheated on my mother. And uh, I'm forget, my mother was crying like crazy. And uh, I was like, Mom, what's the matter? What's the matter? And she and he, she kicked him out for like a month. Mm-hmm. And my father, if you ever met my father, you would never believe that, that this guy is, uh, How are how you doing? How's everything? Like, he was yeah. everything I didn't want to be growing up. I wanted, I wanted a father like, to You thought the he problem. was square, basically. Yeah, I wanted a yeah. father. Like, like, That's why I always looked up to the gangsters in my neighborhood. Because if there was a problem, they'd be like, where is that fucking people take care of it right now? My father was like, well, how can we uh, take care of the situation? And I'm <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. But the point is, I held that against him for so many years. And I'll be honest with you, I love my mother. But I know she, she's an older time mother. She just stood with him because it was, was the right thing to. to do.
2: Same thing happened to so me. So I guess I what
0: I'm saying is, that shit really bothered me. I'm, I'm dead serious, that shit, because I felt like my father never really explained that shit to me.
2: And um, I pressed my father when he cheated on my yeah. mom. You pressed him? Pressed him. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? You out here cheating on mom? You doing it all sloppy? Like, you fucking a chick that's literally a mile yeah. away in the same town of town, only got 8,000 people? My father laughed at me. and My father goes, one day you going to understand. Yeah. Straight like that. He was like, one day you gonna understand. He was like, you don't cheat on your girl now? I said, yeah. hell no, I don't cheat on my girl. <laughs> he goes, he's lying. He goes, one day you gonna understand.
0: Yeah, see, the only thing is, I agree with him. But the only thing that, for me, is like, uh, like I always preach to my daughter. My daughter's gonna be uh, 17, so I always Shit. preach to my, I know, crazy, right? <laughs> Man, you got, I, I, eight, I got you. Like I, got, I, got yo. I got you on some talks when it's a roller coaster. But I will say this, I always preach to my daughter. Get yourself a degree, cause you don't like school. But I tell her, listen, get yourself a degree. So it's better to have it than not have it. But let me explain to you. I'm gonna tell you why it's better to have it, Sky. That's what I tell her. I'm like, because if you meet a guy that's abusive, or you meet a guy who wants to step out and, and bang some other pussy, this is what I'm exactly telling her. Yeah. At least you're, you, at least you know that you're, you're capable of getting a job and doing something because you're, you know, because you have the credentials to do so. You're
2: not dependent on that man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and so
0: the point I'm making is. I guess that point could have brought up, brought up with Hillary as, like, you know, like, woman, like, I'll be honest with you, I was very upset when, when Trump won. I couldn't believe it. You know, I went upstairs, I told my lady, she was shocked. You know, I stayed up all night, and I, I was like, girl, what the fuck is going on? I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And I, I'm even though Hillary wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, gung-ho over Hillary, but obviously she was the, the lesser of two evils. And I'll be honest with you, I wanted to tell my daughter. I wanted to see my. I wanted my daughter to experience a woman president. That's
2: all a president is—is is a symbol. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. like I took my daughter to the Jacob Javits Center that night to Hillary's headquarters because yeah. I wanted to see the same thing. You couldn't tell me Hillary wasn't going to win, yeah. and I wanted to do that for her because my daughter's eight and she's reading on it. She's in third grade but reading on a seventh grade level, and she's just way... She likes. Super smart. So she's already saying things like she hopes this is another black president. Sure. And she's like, yo, can a woman ever be president? This was like a year ago. So when she started to see the rise of Hillary, I was like, oh, that's dope. Because think about it. She's eight. All she knows is Barack. Yeah. Right. Then all she would know now is Hillary. She don't know nothing about no white male authority. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know what I mean? So in her, And she watches Trump and she's like, he's so hateful. Yeah. And he doesn't like women. Like, she's saying these things on her own. So it's like, yo... I just thought it would be dope for that symbol to be in the office, regardless of how you feel about Hillary, regardless of any old policies you hated of hers, Benghazi, whatever, just a symbol. Exactly. Because that's all Trump is. Exactly. Trump ain't nothing but a moral victory for fucking white male authority. Right. That's it, for these fucking racist bigots who want the world to be white, who want the white man to be the standard for everything. Everything that's and going who on. People don't in America, want to all who
0: don't want to evolve. Like, people who don't want rules or, or, or things to be equal or things to change. Or, man, it's just sickening. But even why so, would you want it to be though, Pete? Think about I, it. I, well, I, I mean,
2: think about it. if you was a white man.
1: Not yeah. if, I, Pete. I, you're a white man. No, no but, not
2: Pete's Yeah,
0: but if, why do y'all
1: always? <laughs> do that? He's, he's still front of the bus. You're white.
2: Yeah, but, but but it's not the same. They look at it. They look at him fucked up too. Didn't Donald Trump's uh, father get arrested back in the yeah, day? Well, they fucked that's up why some Rudy, Italians
0: Giuliani is the. Let me tell you something. If people don't know. Rudy John and his father used to get shaken down by the mob. One thing, I'll tell you one thing I said. He he cleaned up that whole... When he was in there, he went after the mob. Mm. Like crazy. Reason why he went after the mob, maybe some people don't fucking know. His family... His father, in particular, got shooken down.
1: So he had a vendetta.
0: Yeah, he got a vendetta against him. And he might be the next attorney general. Yeah, that's what I'm to saying. But and,
1: and and that's and just a shut down
0: Every pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> in the fuck. Well, first of all, first of all, <laughs> the pizzerias more Albanians own pizzerias now okay. than ever. Okay. Like Like, like, if you have a, X, next time you you add a pizzeria, you know, and and that's the thing too. Do you have a problem? Not meaning you in general, but just I want your opinion. Do you have a problem if a, a Mexican or Albanian is making pizza? Like, would you have a problem if a Jamaican guy owns a Mexican restaurant? No. Like, does it feel weird or different?
2: I don't have a problem with it, but if somebody says to me, Jamaicans own the Mexican restaurant, I'd be like, why the fuck would I want Mexican food from some Jamaicans? I want Jamaican food from Jamaicans. Now, I will say this. It's this fucking... Chinese spot in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. It's Make kosher. Change. It's owned by the Jewish people. Uh, that shit is <laughs> bang. A Chinese spot? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. It's a kosher really? Chinese restaurant.
0: Yo, imagine a Italian owning a Chinese restaurant. Like, what do, what do you want? The fucking General South chicken over here. <laughs> Get him no MSG. Give him the fucking uh, the, the Mei Fun. Listen, imagine that. that. But imagine going to a restaurant yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and the Italian guy's in there. He owns a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And he's like, what do you want? The fucking wonton soup? Yeah. That wouldn't be funny to you? I mean, it'd be fucked up. I get it. Like, I, listen, I like diversity,
2: but everything don't have to be diverse. Mm, I like that. I want the, I want Jamaican people to make Jamaican food because they're the experts at it. I want Mexicans to make Mexican food. That's fine. Like we make <laughs> we got this whole big thing going about diversity. Everything don't need to be diverse. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like we don't have to just. F-
0: Force things to be diverse just because, but we can like it because it's authentic. We could think that this person knows exactly. Like for instance, you can't tell me that someone's not going to make a better Italian sauce than my mother. She's been making it for fucking eighty years. Absolutely, that's what I think. If you get, I'm not saying somebody can't come along and do better or do different, but to me, my palate is used to my mother's. I want the authentic shit.
2: Yeah. If I, I want, if I want some, if I want
0: some real live Italian food, I would love to be at
2: your mom's house. Yeah. You know, one of the best meals I ever had. I was in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I was with this family called the Gandy's. Rest in peace to Shane Gandy. And, and everything we ate, they either grew or hunted. I remember it was me and Duvall Duval, I Man, I'm not eating this shit, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and I just feel like that's disrespectful because, like, food is food. Like, when somebody offers you into their home to mm-hmm. eat, that's like an intimate thing. Sure. Like, they really trying to bond sure, with, with you. with you. So I ate bear shoulder. Uh, I ate it's s- a bear shoulder, squirrel hash. You my dad on the loves bear shoulder. Deer dumplings. Deer
1: dumplings? Were they delicious?
2: Um, The meal was great. (laughs) It was great. Now, mind you, I'm from the South anyway, so I eat motherfucking gay and shit. Yeah, I eat roll kill, You know what I mean? But that
0: shit was great. It was great. Yo, let me tell you something. (laughs) Motherfucker said deer dumplings and beer shoulder." How
1: did you connect with Duval?
0: Me and Duval met on MySpace. Oh, sure. Wait, wait, was uh, he in your top eight?
2: Nah, that's a, it. Sounds gay telling the story, now, But it's like, <laughs> literally, we both used to write for Ozone Magazine. Okay, okay. And I used to have a, I used to have a section called the Chin Check. And I think Duvall was like 10 things I'm hating on or something like that. So this was when MySpace was popping. So he sent me a message one day. He was like, yo, man, I fuck with you. I fuck with what you do. I saw Kai did some sketches for Ozone one year, and they couldn't even play the sketches because the sketches were so wide. I think they played like one. And Duvall was like, man, I fuck with you, man. We got to get up and do something. And, you know, a lot of times in this game, everybody always said, "Oh, we got to get up and do something. But I'm the type of person, I'm going to always follow through. Yeah. So that's what me and Duvall did. So me and Duval, one day in New York, we shot this shit called the Hood State of the Union Mm -hmm. And the Hood State of the Union, we had my man Scenario, would edit it and put the graphics Mm -hmm. together. And we started putting that shit online. And that shit just
1: went viral. It
2: popped off. That shit just started popping off crazy. And that's how we ended up at MTV. Tiffany Williams and MTV saw the Hood State of the Union, wanted to turn it into a TV show. They didn't end up turning it into a TV show, but they ended up putting me and Duvall on this Nick Cannon show called Hating. Mm -hmm. It didn't last long. The show only aired like once or twice. But they put us on that. And we would. I've been in the MTV system ever since. They
0: love you over there. They really do. Yeah, that
2: was since 2000, uh, what year was that? That was 2009? Yeah. I got an office in that motherfucking thing.
0: Now, I mean, you got the uncommon sense, right? Yeah. And what's, um, Celebrity Deathmatch? Is that coming back? It was supposed to. We announced it, but it never happened.
2: I don't know. I think it might, I don't know what the fuck. I need to find out about that. I'm I'm going up there in a minute.
0: You know, that's one thing I was telling Chris, a photographer, I was telling him, one thing I like about you is I like that, um, you show people love and 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 work with people that i feel like most people wouldn't try to do like meaning like i always see you with the frat boy uh, uh, what's his name uh, greg t you know no but what i'm saying doing yeah. crazy things like he's, this guy came in naked yeah. one time right yep. to the show yep. but most people are like get the fuck out of here i'll fucking like you know i'll smack you what are you doing like if someone yeah. came in naked into our surroundings most people would be like what the fuck is this guy doing I mean, I don't give a shit if the camera's rolling. No, but rolling. what I'm trying to say, content. Let's go, content, baby. What's content up? creator. No, but <laughs> what I'm saying is you have shown love and worked with, and I think that has helped you in the long run because these people have seen your rise and like, yo, mm-hmm. come on my show. like You know, you've gone to places where most people wouldn't have gone to because I mean, you opened these doors and show love and built relationships with them. No?
2: like I, I, I'm with you. Listen, I show respect to everybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a racist bone in my body. I don't have a sexist bone in my body. I'm not homophobic. All I care about is good and evil at the end of the day. And, you know, just for me, I feel like you get back what you put out. Like, people helped me on the way up. Like, Wendy and Kevin didn't have to fucking hear me in Columbia, South Carolina, and say, yo, we can't pay you. We we can give you a place to stay. Right. Like, all they do is provide me opportunity. And that's all I ever want to provide anybody else. To be honest with you, that's my rush. I got two loves in this world, career-wise. That's radio and providing people opportunity. Mm. Like, I love, you know, like, just assisting people, assisting dope-ass motherfucking talent. Like, that shit is a, a rush. That's why I, I got so many shows that I'm executive producing right now, like, literally. Yeah. And they'll be announced soon, but I got, like, one that's starting in March. One was supposed to come back in January, but we had to push this it back. Which is MTV? Oh, well, yeah, These I got two on MTV that got greenlit. Because um, you're using all these fancy words, what the fuck is going <laughs> mean? <laughs> <laughs> <What the laughs> fuck? And
0: one, one's at VH1 right is that
2: now. either of those
1: the ones with Nori, like a cooking show, right?
2: Nori, we produced a show with Nori the cook. It's, a, it's called On the Run Eating. Right. Well, Nori's going around just eating at different places, like That's on some dope. Black Anthony Bourdain shit.
0: Yeah, look, I'm I'm proud of Nori. You know, it's funny because I know that whenever he he's heard me talk about him multiple times with mm-hmm. tax or different people, and I've always, even with Elliot, when I had the uh, Elliot and B die here, I was explaining how us in the podcast world and even it's funny even you you another thing you're fucking involved in podcast world I always tell him like we need to like like if tax is winning we should be happy if this one's winning because it, it it's going to help evolve the podcast world and I always yeah. speak about that and he he actually gave me a shout and 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 said that you know he agrees and, and appreciates that um
2: How can you not celebrate a nigga like tax? People, no can you celebrate How can't you celebrate a nigga like Nori like
0: It people don't <laughs> like people don't people people here's the thing I think that what we think is Think, people think too much of competitive and not co- collaborative. And people think like they have people to. People think about culture. People like. have to do better than the brilliant idiots. Or so people have to be better than Charlemagne. Why not just be you? I, listen, when I was in retail, people used to call me all the time. This is back when LRG was out. Or, um, or, or a life or this, whatever it was, mm-hmm. but people will call them, like, yo, I gotta call them, brand. Oh, uh, okay, what's the name? Well, we're like LRG. Well, I already got LRG. What the fuck, I need you know, like, like, what's, who are you? And I think that same, you know, testament is, is for what people they like. Oh, we're like the brilliant idiots. No, well, no, what the fuck, is, who are you? Like, what is you don't have to be like the brilliant idiots, you don't have to be, you can grab inspiration from them, yeah. But no, seeing anyway, seeing Nori's run has been um, you know dope. Even like like I look at it, like we had Prodigy on last week, and uh, he was talking about um, you know all the different beefs he had. One of them obviously was with Nori and stuff mm-hmm. like that, little altercations they had. And I was like, yo, one thing would be funny is seeing you on a drink chance. But at the same time, you should go on a drink chance. You and this is, drink me, chance. this is me. This is me on 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 a podcast talking about that. As a shit. fan, yeah. I would
2: love to see Prodigy and Nori together. I Most heard the definitely. one I heard the one with Havoc and Nori, and I was like, damn. I wish Prodigy was there. It's funny. One of my white, one of my my white associates hit me about Prodigy last week. Yeah. Because he was talking about yo, he. You know, Prodigy has a a prison cookbook. Yeah, yeah prison cookbook. Oh my God, that would be a great show idea. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Somebody needs you to make that connect. Yeah, yeah. of course. Of I, don't course talk, I, don't, yeah. I don't. know. Prodigy and listen, like that. first
0: of all, it's not only that. Just to just to just I was like I was telling him, somebody goes away, makes a prison cookbook. Like those are the things we need to uh, uh, apport And this is something I'll ask you, even though. Why is it that like a guy goes away to jail? Forget about who the fuck it is. Makes a prison cookbook, right? He's torn from. He's in Harvard. He's in Yale. Speaking about mm-hmm. this shit because keep in mind the college dorm is the same type of jail, you Hold know, style. Up. The way they eat, toaster and microwave. But why is it that like, way? Well, yeah. But then if somebody slaps the shit out of somebody on Instagram, it gets a million likes. Yeah. Or Something like that. Because something positive we, about coming home and staying home. Why is that?
2: Cause we focus more on negativity than we do positivity. It's simple. Like for whatever reason, motherfucking negativity sells and positivity don't. But for me personally, man, that shit, is, that shit is like that. That shit is very fleeting. Because mm-hmm. guess what? When that fucking viral video goes away, this motherfucker getting slapped, Prodigy's still going to be talking at Harvard right. and still talking to, at these universities about his motherfucking book. The, posi- the positivity just lasts. It lasts longer. Like, I say that shit all the time at the Breakfast Club. Motherfuckers will hit, hit me up and be like, You so negative. You made little mama cry. I'm like, that was six years ago. <laughs> Talk to me about Farrakhan. Talk to me about yeah. Dick Gregory. Talk to me about Omar Johnson. Talk to me about Boyce Watkins. Mm, mm. Talk to me about Couple the motherfucking... More. You know, lady we gave money to for Christmas. Talk to me about all this positive shit we're doing. I give turkeys away every year in my hometown in Monk's Corner. I give away book bags every year in in my hometown in Monk's Corner. I got a turkey drive this week.
1: Mm. Literally. Can I get a turkey?
2: On the 19th in in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, Berkeley High School. Where where you grew up. A school I got kicked out from. Mm. In a town, I used to sell Kraken. <laughs> now I'm... Now other-
0: we selling them bags or, or vials? Twenties, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Twenties are rock. As far man. as some
1: little mama thing, that you did bring it up, I feel like some people just don't have closure. Like, you never, like, publicly said, hey, little mama, I'm sorry. Like, when she w- did come on the show, you kind of was like... Not apologetic, so they feel still feel like you're like an asshole. I don't think I, cause
2: I <laughs> I, I like apologies to be sincere. Right. I don't like motherfuckers that apologize just because they got a bunch of heat on them and shit, or because they don't like the way that they're being perceived. Right. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily feel like I owe her an apology, but I do feel bad in hindsight. You know what I mean? In hindsight, you know, you look back and you're like, yeah, that was that was fucked right. up, but it was set up wrong. And motherfuckers <laughs> told me that me and her was supposed to be clowning on each other. That was the way this setup was. Like, yo, um, she knows you like to joke on her, so she gonna come in here with her jokes, you got your jokes. Oh.
0: And then, so they amped you
2: up. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, let's go, it's fun. And then Angelique bought up her mom dying, and then she starts crying, and then like, okay, all right, mood mood <laughs> fucking kids. Like, it's like, funny, like, I think about when Rest back, in peace to her mom, too. Yeah,
0: most definitely. I think back like when Dame when we had that Dame episode with Just Blaze. And I think about how like our jobs, like even with me and Dallas, we, I, I was just thinking if like we were gonna make fun of like you know like continue to to just just fuck with the fuckery, and then it got serious. You know where where Dame was said something to Just, and Just took it personal. But I, I never expected it to, to get where that it was. That yeah. was good. But th- yeah, that was in the beginning. Like you know, it's so funny. That's so funny to see even even just see Elliot and B. Dot even see you because you used to be on the radio doing your thing, mm-hmm. and then comment always on what we were doing in the podcast world. Like, always listen. So then it's funny to see then you move into the podcast world, create your own lane.
2: I like content. I like content, and I like motherfucking running my mouth. Like, even with the brilliant idiots, Chris Moreau, the power fire. Chris Morrow.
0: Well, uh, yeah. He's always been fucking. Yo, I'm actually d- Marrow. Does he have a Morrow? I always make fun of him with this, but I love him. Does he have a good handshake when he shakes your hand? Because it's always like Slither. You ever you know what I mean? I always like, d- dap him up. I like, give him a What hand about he's Matt Raz Matt Raz's handshake. You ever give you a handshake? I try to
2: dap Matt up too. Matt's hand Matt shit is slithery as a I do yeah, like, like touching Matt's hand.
0: Andrew Troll said he got the uh, Wapa Junior hands, you yeah.
2: know <laughs> <laughs> Like Hobbit, you know. Yeah, Matt's shit is slimy as fuck. Matt weirds me out period though. Yeah, no, no. He's a little he's a little strange <laughs> like something like you go to Matt's house you probably find some like kitty porn on his fucking laptop or some shit <laughs> he like that, like.
1: boogers. um <laughs> <laughs> I think so like,
2: but, ginger's on the rise but Chris was on me about fucking
0: doing a podcast yeah, for, the for a minute.
1: yeah yeah
2: you know podcasting a book that's what Chris yeah, was on me about doing
0: yeah. which he's done so many of books you yeah p-
2: we doing them, uh, on, and we what made finished you believe oh
1: you worked with him on that book
2: yeah it's called black privilege opportunity comes to those who when Create is that it. coming out April 17th through Simon & Schuster.
0: Do you think that uh, that title alone is going to cause slack from people or you think it's going to be like hey listen this is what I'm looking at it as?
2: All I want the title to do is empower motherfuckers Mm -hmm. because I came up I'm I'm 36 you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying I came up in the era of you know, motherfuckers walking around with the African medallions on, you know. Mm-hmm. I came up with my father playing James Brown. Say a lot. I'm black and I'm proud. I was listening to motherfucking Public Enemy mm. and when Chuck D was telling me, Farrakhan's a prophet, I think you ought to listen to him. Like, I, was, I grew up on black empowerment. I feel like we don't have enough black empowerment no more. I That's feel exactly. like I'm watching all of these kids, man. A, a kid told me the other day, this is a true story. A kid said to me, because I was saying that the toughest conversations I have right now about race are with my daughter. Because mm. I don't want to plant seeds in her head and have her thinking about things... That may or may not be there. You right. know what I mean? Like I don't want I don't wanna bog her eight year old mind down with thoughts of racism and thoughts of sexism. I just want her to be a kid, right? right? So this dude goes, yo, why don't you just keep it real with her and tell her that her skin is a disadvantage? And things are going to be harder for her because she's black. Nigga, fuck you. What the fuck do you mean my skin is a disadvantage? Don't insult what God gave me. And that's how I truly feel. How can we look at a white person and be like, yo, that white person got privilege because of the color of his skin. Nigga, represents your set. Right. Respect what God gave you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm black. It's a privilege for me to be black. Like, God designed me this way. He created me this way. It's power in what I am. And guess what? I don't know anything else. So how could I look at somebody else and say, yo, they got an advantage of me because of the color of their skin? Why would I do that to myself?
0: Do you, but I remember when we had uh, the episode, which was fucking crazy. Uh, all we got is all of us, me, yeah. you, combat. And uh, and you were speaking about stuff like that. And people were giving you slack on the sense of like saying that he doesn't. Like, you know, whenever you, you speak like that, people may try to question you and say, mm-hmm. like, you don't understand that there's a disadvantage And you said, and you would always explain how, you know, you try to empower it instead of, instead of, and I understand that. I
2: grew up on 5% teachers, Pete. Yeah. Like, yo, the black, I was taught that the black man is God. Yeah. Like, think about that. A black man in America has to believe that they're God, that there's something divine just to wake up every day. And, and strive to be successful all the white person got to do is just wake up right yeah. and you know what i mean and, and and we give them that i'm not giving them that kind of i'm not giving nobody that kind of energy over me mm. none my name i call myself the god for a reason i'm a black man and not even just a black man i'm god's creation god put me here to be something great you know what i mean so how could i ever look at somebody else and be like they're greater than me just because because of the color of their skin Nah, you got to show me more than that. You got to outwork me. You know what I'm saying? You got to be more intelligent than me. You, I got to see you putting yourself in better positions than me. Like, you got to do a lot more than just wake up white. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? For me to say, oh, he's better than me. I don't give it up for nobody just because of their white. I give it up for people, people because they're talented. Like, right. I love, man, I, it's so many people that I find energy in. That's why I love this whole game. That's why we talk about all these different podcasts and shit like that. I love listening to Drink Champs every Yeah. Yeah. I love listening to the read every week. Mm-hmm. I love listening to the tax one every week. That shit inspires me. Yeah. Like these these talented motherfuckers out here. I'm not looking at them saying, oh, he's black, uh, he's white, uh, he's whatever the fuck tax is. Because we still, was <laughs> <Panamanian> <laughs> a Honduran motherfucker. Honduran, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like they're just people. They're talented, dope people. I don't say, oh, Kid Fury's gay. Yeah. He's talented. Yeah. That's it. I don't say peach Italian. They yeah. talented. Talent inspires me.
0: That's and, it. And you back it up. That's one thing I will say. You, now you, you, you back you, it
1: you, up. Well well, not
0: that way. But you know you back it up. Like there's a lot of people who don't people who won't say this shit. They'll yeah. feel it. People who listen to the Drink Champs every week, people that we probably know. Yeah, yeah. And and not big them up and like an episode. Yeah. Like and you know, if you ever talk to them and they're like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front, I kinda like that episode. Well then why don't you say something? Say it. Or don't don't be afraid. That goes back to what you were saying
2: too though about how a motherfucker gets slapped. And everybody will talk about it. But that's the game we live in. Motherfuckers will whisper your success, but scream out your failures. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Man,
0: Say no. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and we'll uh, come right back. Charlemagne to God. He's here. We got a, a bunch of other things to get into. We don't want to hold you that long. We know you got some other lit shit to get to. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay? Bucks. And Tess, we'll be right back. You listen to the Premium Pete Show. Miss Listen Knows.
1: A.K.A. Beyonce. Cheer. Al.
2: Yo, check this out, man. It's Prodigy from the infamous mob Deep, the head nigga in charge, HNIC. You know what I'm saying? Repping at Queens, New York. Chilling, man, right now, man. Just kicking it, you know what I mean, with my homie, Premium Pete. And this is the Premium Pete Show with Miss Lisa Nose. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, we do it, kid. Keep it locked right here. Don't go nowhere. Real shit One.
0: Internet. this episode is sponsored by Bevel. And Bevel, listen, the products are amazing. You That's see them right. in Target, you hear them all over every podcast. Their marketing game, their product game is 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 A one.
1: A one. It's the first and only system clinically proven to prevent bumps, bruises, ingrown hairs, all that nasty things that'll be looking like cottage cheese on your man's Ew. face. It's not
0: going to happen no more. You don't need those.
1: You don't need those. Go you need to, that bevel blade.
0: Go to getbevel.com, forward slash Pete, your first month free. Check it out. Listen, internet, they fuck with us, we fuck with them, and and it's the holiday season. What better time to get your significant other, your loved one, your friend, your cousin, your next door neighbor, a bevel blade. Even get him one of those bevel trimmers, because Nas said, uh, bevel blade, what did he say about that? He
1: said his signature fade is with the bevel blade.
0: That's a major key. Al. Getbevel.com, forward slash Pete.
1: Anything else is going to get you ethered.
0: Get your free shit over there. Now let's get back to the show. <laughs> Cheer. Internets, and we're back. Listen, you we were talking on break about, um, you were saying that uh, Black Privilege, the book that's coming out, when? April what?
2: April 17th. I mean, the book is basically just, uh, it's like, you, you, you ever read 48 Laws of Power? Uh, of course. i mean, 50 right now. Are you are you read the Outliers? What you reading? Um, the 50, 50th, 50th Law. law? That's mm-hmm. dope. That's yeah. about yeah. fear. That's dope. Yeah. But it's basically like that. And um. 50th Law is a good example because I'm using, I have eight principles that I learned in my life and I'm using moments from my life to to, to show people how I came to these conclusions about these principles and how these principles have helped me in my life. So that's what it is. So it's self empowerment
1: you have always wanted to be in media? Like, was that like one of your dreams?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was just tired of getting in trouble. You right, know what I'm saying like I was I, like my, the, the first time I ever went to jail. I was in jail for a few months because of a pointing, and presenting charge, and then um I caught like a, a a drug charge, like distribution of like right. cocaine, or some intent shit like that Yeah, so I, and
1: then you came out, and then you got an internship.
2: My guy, well, I just started working mad odd jobs at okay. first. I just wanted to do anything but hustle. Okay, yeah. So I worked everywhere. I worked at Taco Bell. I did mm. telemarketing. I worked at a clothing store in the mall. Right. And that was the other thing too. I never was, you know. They'll tell you, yo, you can't get a job. So I would go fill out these applications. I'd be like, man, you can't tell. I'd go fill out these applications. They'd be like, have you ever been convicted of? Yes. Write down what it when, was. When and you I say get jobs.
0: When you say you do anything but hustling, is it because you had enough? You got tired of like got tired getting of locked in up. Yeah, jail.
2: Yeah. In order to change your life, yeah. you got to change your lifestyle. When you got your father in your head telling you you're gonna end up dead or in jail or broke, sitting under the tree, and then you really start getting locked up or you really start seeing motherfuckers dying around you only a fool would continue to go down that path. Right,
1: that's insane. So luckily I
2: caught it early, you know what I mean? I was 18, 19 when I got an internship at Z93 at Jams in Charlton. So from that moment on, I had the bug I was like yo this is what I want to do mm. and from that moment on I told myself I want to be a super jock I don't want to be some motherfucker sitting in Charleston reading the time and temperature you know announcing what the yeah. new song hey this is new Fetty <laughs> Wap yeah. Yeah. my way traffic the <laughs> there's traffic on the 130 traffic on the 130 fuck that like I was listening so you want to wanna be like a Howard Stern I was listening to Howard I was listening to Star and Buck I was listening to Wendy I was listening I to so. Doug Banks Tom, Joyner. Mm. Started, mm. Tom f- Joyner started hearing about people like Petey Green mm. you know doing my research on guys like Frank Crocker, Angie Martinez, mm.
0: I, I, funk, even Funk Flex. I ain't. Go, I'm not a hater. Funk Flex.
2: Like even I was like, yo. I mean, yeah. If I do it, I'm gonna do it at that. I want to do it at that level.
0: But right. let me ask you. Even, How did you go ahead. Girl, even with Funk Flex, did you ever ever talk ever? Never. I don't know
2: him. I met Flex <laughs> one
0: time
1: in my life. I mean, <laughs> so it, why do you have such a beef? Was, it wasn't such a beef.
2: It was like, listen, man. Sometimes your idols become your rivals. Right. And it was just that simple. Like, come on, man. Mr. C. Was a serial purchaser of a penis. This motherfucker <laughs> got caught out here. You say
0: like he bought it on eBay? <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, it seemed like he was. This motherfucker—he got caught three times with transsexuals. Who the fuck is not going to say something about that on right. the radio?
0: But people just—I think people just hate that you tell that you're saying you're stating the facts. But I guess people don't like you know. But but I remember. I remember, you know, I remember that
2: day. I remember us, we, was, we was me and Envy was at the Nets game. Right. And we were sitting courtside. We started getting these tweets. Mr. C arrested for being with a transgender. I'm like, what? Now, mind you, I used to work with Wendy. So I knew all this shit anyway. Yeah. Like Wendy Ben put me on the game about every freaking sure. pillow-biting motherfucker that's in the game. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so she Ben put me on. So I'm like, wow. So... That Monday, I gave him donkey day. and I didn't give him donkey today because he's gay. If you gay, you gay. God bless you. I have no problem with gay people. I gave you donkey because you out here when all you really need is a fucking boyfriend and a fucking hotel room. Right. Yeah. Keep your shit private. Keep your shit private. Right. You are they fucking prostitutes, bro. Like, then it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> like, and when I get dunkier today the first time, Flex jumped on the radio that night. I heard that little shot that you threw this morning, whatever, whatever. You don't really want this. All right, now, Flex, you getting dunkier today the next day. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I what do you call
0: him, Flex Hogan? Flex Hogan. But let me ask you something. When you had that You Gotta Drop incident, yep. you think it was Flex's people?
1: Yeah. I think so, too. I'm not even going to lie.
2: Yeah, I'm
0: not going to Because I felt that yeah. way, too.
2: Yeah, because that, that Friday I put out that video, um what the Master Flex Told the Truth. Yeah. And it was the whole video and I had about yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, getting beat up by S and S, all kinda of shit. And then that Monday that happens, yeah. But with, mean,
0: they were outside the building in the morning?
2: Yeah, they they lined me up twice. Cause the first time, I guess they didn't know which way I came in. So it was two dudes Standing in front of the building, and then when I walked in, the dude came behind me. He was like, "Yo, sorry, let me get a drop." In and the I, morning, in the morning, and, and but I knew, I knew from that moment, I like this is a setup. Yeah. Because who the fuck is hustling this hard at five <laughs> in the morning for fucking five mixtapes? Five in the morning <laughs> give me a drop? Yeah. Get the, <laughs> fuck, the fuck out fuck? Of here! Ain't nobody hustling. That's why that I went hard. in
1: that second time. He was like, "You in these drops." Yeah. I'm like, like "Yo, yeah. you all in
2: these motherfucking drops?" And I'm just waiting for whatever. But I'm looking at my. I, well, I slipped up. I'm looking at the cameraman. Right. And I'm thinking the cameraman. I didn't think they was gonna line me up. Three, four guys. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but you
0: had the ill fucking, like, you work on your Pilates? I do my call. My core uh, is I scroll. would say you had the ill, like, you moved, like, I was like, oh shit, how the fuck did my you move like that? My mad agility da-? was on that. Yo, you caught, baby. You caught. Now, let me ask you something. That's him. the Unagi. Is, is after that, is that when you wound up getting security around you or people around you that well, you were like, yo, this will never happen to me again? Well, see, yeah, see the
2: thing, like, like, well, no, it was the second, it was another time that nobody saw. And that was across the street at the pharmacy. Only people saw that one was Envy. Angela, G-Spin, because I had to do a whole police report. Was, I, I had to fuck a guy up. Yeah, yeah. I literally walked across the street to go to the ATM to get some money out. And as I'm walking out, this dude just swings on me. Dude, like fuck? Wow. About 6'2", six, 6'3", six, whatever. But I'm in the store. So there's no way for me to run. I love yeah, to run. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather get the fuck out of there. And G-Spin didn't come swinging? No. See, what happened was, when and he hit me, I skin skin right? just hit the dude. Boom. So me and the dude scrapping, and I end up just... Like, really fucking the dude up yeah, really yeah. bad. You know what I'm saying? So when the police and shit came, they had to look at the surveillance camera and all that shit like that. And it was like, well, you know, you fucked them up. What you want to do? And I'm like, whatever. Let's let's just go. Yeah, I, just, sure, I, just, sure. I just had to do all that shit for my job. Like, my boss had to look at the camera and all that shit like that. And that's when... Wax was like, nah, fuck that. Because Wax had just moved back yeah. up here. Because Wax was getting... Wax is a
0: friend, a friend of yours since, right? Forever. You know, it's like, crazy. Like literally. Wax like, became, quote-unquote, your security. But also, the guy's a fucking... You created content out of him. Like, he's become... <laughs> no, really. I'm dead serious. This guy has become a fucking... Like, he's known under the Billion of These Podcasts. Yeah. He's known out there. I mean, live shows, girls want to fuck him.
2: Listen, anybody but, that knows Charlemagne has been knowing Wax. Wax has been with me since... Wax has literally been with me since 2002. Yeah. I met Wax... In Columbia, South Carolina, when I used to sell mixtapes, him, uh, my other boy, or both our other boys, his name's Dre. Mm-hmm. Salute to Dre. He got a clothing store in Charlotte called All Season. All Season shout out. Yeah, they they was going, they was playing football at Allen University. Mm-hmm. And they was from Jersey, so they used to want to have the mixtapes. I used to have all the new Dipset, set, all the new G unit. Nice. And, uh, and my cousin, uh, his name's shylen he's here in Rawway. He knew a dude that was living in Jersey, so he told me to go get up with him. And the dude used to rap dude named Louis the thirteenth. So I went to get up with Louis and all of them was living together. Wax, Louis, and powder, and this was like this was literally like February of two thousand and two, and we've been doing the same shit since two thousand and two that we're doing right now. Like now, I never, I never wax just Used to roll with me. I was, no, of course, yeah. but now he's
0: getting paid for it. Right? Now he gets paid. Well, let me ask him. Is it's that something? That, is that something you had to come out of your pocket, or the or the radio said, "Hey, listen, we're going to help you with this shit"? No, I pay wax through my, my own company. Well, they should they should help they should help you out because to be honest with you, and that's something that's a question I have for you actually because when you think about it,
2: well, iHeart pays for the the white armed security mm. the white man that will pop you legally <laughs> and nobody will hashtag your name really okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they pay for that guy okay yeah 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 but I mean that guy is like he covers everybody cause I mean you got mad stalkers and shit I Angie mean, be having stalkers yeah, I, I Angela I see, be yeah, having crazy. stalkers yeah, they, Elvis Duran got stalkers so like,
0: when we had Angela on the episode she was talking about like we spoke about there's a guy that, 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 that goes stalking on her he's talking about how her pussy tastes like water she don't even know who he is. I'm like, water? <laughs> yeah. What kind of fucking water does it taste like? Fiji? Yo, Smart? I, I you know? wish
2: people could see the type of, uh,
0: I don't want to say. Fan base? I yeah, listeners? I don't like that word. I don't like How that word listeners? fan. Yeah. Audience?
2: But, Platform? Yes, fanatical listeners that radio stations develop. Like, we literally had a dude sneak in the radio station <laughs> last week through the freight elevator. What? And I'm in the fucking studio. Me, It's me, Angela, and like a couple of the interns, and we talking. This dude walks in and goes, yo, y'all voting? <laughs> what the fuck? I go, who the fuck are you? Like I'm like, and I ain't, I'm not disrespectful. I just like, I don't I'm know really who you. Like, who are you? Like, he was like, Oh, I work on the 17th floor. He goes, Yeah, Charlemagne. You know, you're a funny motherfucker, man. He goes, He goes, Yeah, man. You remind me of people in my family. You Dominican?
0: Dominican. But let me Somebody ask you. call wax get this get, motherfucker? Get I, I, I got something this right. Like here. I just know something. He didn't. Right. He, he snuck in through the freight elevator. Did, do you ever think even like? Okay, you have a family. For those, I don't mm-hmm. want to put you. You know, I'm sure you told people mm-hmm. you have, you're pretty quiet with that, though. You, you married two kids. Yeah. You don't put you don't put that out there a lot, but yeah, because motherfuckers want to get me. So exactly. Why put my family exactly. There? No, I, I agree. <laughs> but you ever you ever go to the mall and and worry like you have to, Does wax have to come everywhere?
2: Nah. I but you
0: ever nah. go like like I remember who was telling me? Damn, I forgot. I think Prodigy was telling me he was like, "Yo, I'll be in Sesame Place with my kids back in the days. I was looking like around my shoulder, like I got the gad on me, and I'm like, yo nah. I but mean, what I'm saying yeah. is, you have to think like that because keep in mind. You what you're doing is pushing the truth to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You're you're talking about what people are doing. If somebody's doing something fucking stupid or somebody does something crazy, you're talking it and most of the time it may go viral. Yeah. But now these people are mad at you.
2: Well I thank God that, you know, he's put me in a um financial space to where I can go other places with my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the hood with my family. I'm not at some rap function with my family. Like we might be deep in Jersey somewhere where we the only black family in there. You know what I mean? Like and and, and that's that, that's that's not the way I would I would ideally want it. Of course you want to be around your own people, but that's just not the way it is. Yeah. Truth be told. But you know, when it comes to work stuff, Wax is always with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anything work related. But that was not only was that Wax was getting in a lot of trouble in Miami. Yeah. Like a lot of trouble. This motherfucker had three girls pregnant at the same time. God damn. He had a fucking murder rap that he got caught up in. Thank God he This motherfucker got wears out of gloves that. during the day. He's out of his I don't mind. understand. Hey, that. He's out of his mind. So, I told him like, "Man, move back up to fucking Jersey. We can figure out something for you to do." And it just so happened, hey, I started to need him to roll me everywhere.
0: I heard you say before, "Don't don't look at your friends to do dirt for you. Look at them where they could do work for you." Hell
2: yeah. I don't uh, I don't I don't I don't, ever, uh, I don't want I don't want to be in a situation where I got to bail him out of jail. We been, we been did that. Did that years ago, I don't want to do that shit now. Like, for what? I'm not putting, my, I don't want goons. Yeah, right. I don't want somebody that's gonna fuck somebody up for me. You know what I'm saying? We we on the defense. He 40 told me the realest. Shit. He 40 said, Man, make it difficult for people, right? He 40 said, Don't make a motherfucker feel like he could just run up on you. So, that's what that's for. That's 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 to create difficulty, right? Plus, my man. He makes a good living rolling
0: with me, man. and sure. and don't get it
2: fucked up. Wax—he he don't just do security. Wax got a whole chicken. No, I know
0: exactly. I know that, that's the weirdest <laughs> thing. For, Wax is listen. Wax is is is, is, is seriously. I mean, yeah. he's become. He's got to have his own fucking podcast.
2: If he got time. I he, mean, right now he's back and forth to South Carolina because he got a fucking chicken yeah, farm. This motherfuckers it, literally. Raising chickens, <laughs> eggs, wow. selling Mom. meat, packaging shit. I'm crying, laughing. You got the fucking cartoon from the Brilliant Idiots wax with the fucking pitchfork. Yeah, 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 i seen that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That's his fucking label for his chicken now. You That's know? dope. Smith
0: Farms. You know, now, now that we, we we spoke about Flex, let's uh, let's go over a couple of people. What about Rosenberg? Uh, you know, have you ever had talks with him?
2: I don't even know who that is.
3: Yeah. Right. Be honest
0: with you. Yeah,
2: I really don't. Like, see the thing with Flex, I don't got no problem mentioning Flexing because Flex is a legend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it benefits me to mention punk master flex and it definitely benefits me
0: when he you know sure, sure. was coming at me. I, and I like your approach on yeah. that cuz I remember when you were saying like if he's shitting on me, he's talking about me, hey, you know, like and, and it's I didn't flex. Think, I didn't think about it like that even in, not for me versus flex meaning me in general in my life. Like, you know, when you take things that people say, I was like, "Yo, I never like you think about somebody's talking about you. That's a horrible thing. Meanwhile, he was like, "Yo, they talk about me, it's publicity for me." Yeah, and then like these these other guys, they poke at you they poke at you. It's like I don't even give a First, shit. First, the funny thing I found out, you know, uh, is is over the years, they wouldn't mention Breakfast Club at all. It was yeah. like almost like, like, like kind of like, you know, where it's funny because Alyssa would say the other show for Combat Jack show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm like fucking whatever, the Combat yeah. Jack show. God bless them. I love them. Yeah. But now all of a sudden they're mentioning your name. People will mention you. And I'm like, yo, it's funny because I never, so I'm a New I, Yorker. I've never been in a world where so Hot 97 would I be, was, was overdubbed by something else. So Hot why, 97 was everything.
2: So why would I make the same mistakes that they made? I'm talking to 70 plus radio stations every day. We're mm-hmm. on in multiple markets all across the country. What? I, why would I be wasting my time talking about somebody that nobody probably even motherfucking no, knows? No, because Tom
1: Joyner's show is doing better than that what, show. What about
0: uh, Ebro?
2: Don't know who that is. Really?
1: No. Since you're saying that you don't know who these people are mm-hmm. on a flip side, Wendy did the same thing to you, Really? yeah, she someone asked about him and mm-hmm. she pulled the same thing and said, "I don't know who that is, and we all know that that's how she like you that's how we know you Yep. how did that make you feel and and now that, that you're doing that to these people like
2: well the difference is me and Wendy actually yeah, they built something you know, I have nice to live with yeah.
0: them yeah so did she <laughs> like, did they cook in the morning what did they cook in the morning?
2: Um, she had, like, nannies and shit. Like oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she had
1: cooks and God, all that. I used to live with them. It really like... makes me sad that you guys are not, like, quit cool, Well, that's, like... Me,
2: that's me and her husband. Me and but... her husband got... Issues with each other. It's actually, Strange. it's actually, it's actually overwaxed. But whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying. They
1: didn't want him on the couch next to you.
0: Nah, it was, Kevin uh, Hunt is a humongous sneakerhead. I don't know if he's he, you definitely, know he you know, definitely. He's one he of the is, like people. Many people don't know that. Yeah. But uh, over the years, like uh, yo, he's 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 got some collection. You got a collection. I got number love for Kevin Wendy though. Yeah, I mean, you never was, said if,
1: anything negative.
0: Nah, if it
2: wasn't for them, I would probably wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now. And it's funny though, because when they bought me here in 2006, man, like a lot of those people that poke at me now, they was already in position. Right. So it's like, I'd be kinda upset too is if a motherfucker that's been here a lot less longer than I have right. has done ten times.
1: It's like if the lookout became done. the kingpin and all the other drug deals on the on the block is like, damn, like how did he surpass us?
2: Exactly. When I when I got here, motherfuckers was already program directors and already right. doing morning shows. So what you been doing here the whole time? Right. You know what I mean? I'm here to work. I'm here to hustle. So that's why they can't, they can't get no acknowledgement out of me until I see some until they stepped their game. Well, well, Do you
1: think that you and Wendy will ever reconcile, or you and Kevin on that, for that matter?
2: I met with Kev like I met with Kev after that. After after uh, Wendy went on Elvis Duran show and was like when he, and Elvis brought me up and she was like who, who? Like I met with Kev after that because Kev know that was fucked up, right? You know what I mean? So me and Kev had a conversation in Newark. All we did was yell and in scream Newark. at each other. And then I saw him again, like, in the barbershop lately, and we gave each other that. But, I mean, listen, man, people come into your life for reasons, seasons, or or lifetimes. Mm. That Mm. was a few good seasons. Say that again. Say that again. I said Reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. That was for a reason. That was for a couple seasons. She's doing great. I love to see her, all the success she's done, and I'm doing good out here. You are. Hey,
0: listen. And all that did was make for great chapters in the book. You got to get on that shoe cam. You got to get on that fucking shoe cam. Now, listen, we already went over... uh, Tax and I love the way you spoke about you know your. I heard tax just
1: shooter, like that's how I, like, uh, when that happened. Says that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what that's the that's word. Funny. Like that's the first like, time
0: I ever met tax. Tax goes,
2: yo, you remember them dudes snuffed you in front of the building? Just want you to know he headbutted a bullet, <laughs> <laughs> which which ended up being true. You know, what yeah. I mean? it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with tax. But come on, if you can pay somebody to fucking. You know, swing on somebody at fucking five o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Ain't no telling what other dirt he was yeah, into right. that ended up definitely. causing him to get his motherfucking. Yo, know, I too. love.
0: I, 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 listen. I've been championing tax from the day that they were thinking about bringing him off at LSN. He knows that. And uh, but one thing I will say is uh, uh it, it's funny. The first time I met dude, I thought he was clocking me the wrong way. I didn't know his eye was fucked ah, up, and yeah, I was yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck, this kid like looking at like me like that, you know? because like you know when I would say what's up to him, but he was still looking at me funny style. So I'm like, yo, you know when you dap somebody up and then you get the vibe off of that. And I was yeah. like, "What the vibe?" Is he still looking at me like that? I didn't know. And he's like, "No, one of my eyes gone." I'm like, "Okay, motherfucker had to trying to be Forrest Whitaker out here." <laughs> <Fetty Watt>. Yo, <laughs> he was before Fetty Wap, man. Not he before was Fetty before Fetty not before Forest Whitaker. It's,
2: I ain't gonna fight. was kind of insulting when like. People say that to me, like, "Oh, tax your shooter, uh, yo, tax uh, you just fuck with tax because you you want him to hold you down." I'm like, nah, I fuck with tax because he's
0: talented. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, he, right. and he's showing that he's showing, he's showing that he's that he's motherfucker's showing, great.
2: He's showing that, yo, he's, I saw that shit on Twitter. I used to be l- crying, laughing at his tweets. Now, mind you, a lot of these motherfuckers that can tweet that funny shit aren't can't really say funny. That type of shit. Yeah. yeah. I learned that with uncommon sense. I bought in a hundred motherfuckers, literally. Hey, you didn't bring
0: me on that motherfucker. Nor did you said, bring said, me, but I'm not down no, no, black the Twitter. Reason, the only reason why I say you don't bring me on is because I remember told you. Remember I texted you, I was like, yo, you gotta have a real Italian up there, not these fucking jersey (laughs) kids. What the fuck? You gotta have a fucking uh... But anyway, go ahead. But no, I
2: I auditioned mad motherfuckers off of thinking they were funny. Yeah, and they was whack. I just used to see tax tweets, so I'm like, yo, man, why don't you come on the podcast one week? Yeah. And he came on the fucking podcast. That was the name of the podcast, Head a Bullet. Yeah.
3: And he killed. And I'm like, Chris, you got to get this motherfucker podcast. You could just see it. Like, you could
2: just hear the magic in this motherfucker. Right. And now look. Yeah. Tax is more popping than all these radio personalities y'all named was I was just about to, to say yeah. that.
1: The, the people you named?
2: Easily. Yeah. In, a, in less and than a year. And
1: they're intimidated by that. And that's oh, why they, they hate keep it. egging they hate on it. him and, and poking him. And, and they were trying, they, yeah.
0: uh, they also got him suspended. Well, whatever. Yeah, they all did. All types they of shit. Yeah, they got they him suspended did. from Uncommon Have Sense. Have you ever right.
1: put someone on or helped someone and then, like, regretted it later?
0: I don't ever regret it. I mean,
2: they may fuck me over, but I don't ever regret it because right. God's not going to judge me based on how... People treat me. He's going to judge me based on how I treat people.
1: How do you deal with that, though, like, afterwards? Do you just, like, cut it off and just cut your losses, or do you address that person
2: you cut your losses, man. The only time that, the one time it really fucked with me, I had anxiety like a motherfucker. I talk about it in my book. It was this rapper named Little Rue from South Carolina. Uh-huh. And um, Little Rue had this song called The Nasty Song. Mm. And me and Little Rue ended up, this is when I was working with Wendy. So me and Little Rue ended up doing this deal together where it was my company, Stupid Dope Moves, his company, Presidential. And we were supposed to sign with Asylum Records. I salute to my man Jay Grant. This one, Joey A.E. was over there.
0: Shouts to Joey A.E.
2: And um, I bought Little Rue up here to go in the studio with Swiss Beats. He ended up doing four songs with Swiss Beats. Damn. And um, Swiss even got on one of the hook of the records. And that's another reason I treat people the way I treat people, because of people like Swiss. Because Swiss did shit for me that he didn't have to do. Right. You know what I mean? Swiss just so happened, he caught me. You never ask somebody, never say to somebody, look, if you need anything, holler at me. We learned okay. that on Martin. Because I'm going to press you. They're
1: Hollywood talk you.
2: And that's when I, I, I saw Swizz at Mano's video shoot for High Hater. And Swizz was like, yo, i fuck with what you do on the radio. Just when I was on Wendy. He was like, yo, you're a funny motherfucker, whatever, whatever. If you're working on anything, let me know. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that, Swizz. Yeah, I got something I got right here. I got album I just put out called South Crack the Album. It's a compilation album of all South Carolina artists. i really like for you to check it out. I'm trying to get one of these dudes signed. So he listened to it and was like, yo. Send me one person you think can go, and I'm gonna do some. am gonna do a song with him, That's and I'm gonna so take dope. you anywhere you want to go. He ended up doing four with him, and he came to us, to the meeting at Asylum. Swiss Pete ain't had to do that shit.
1: Right.
0: He didn't have to do that at all, he man. Wasn't man, Swiss Peach regardless of being such a big piece of the puzzle of hip hop, yo, he got Alicia Keys. Like yo, I don't know how the fuck he pulled that one off, man. He's like, Swiss yo, I give him. I give him. Yo, let me tell you something. I get some tweets sometimes. that say with sunglasses on, they can't tell the difference between premium Pete and Swiss beats. I say, listen, and I people wish, got I wish, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they definitely got food poisoning poison and well, they, how, about how about John B? How about John B? I see John B. Thank I you, don't see John no, no.
1: I, I like John B. John Yo, B. Don't actually, do that. The person you look like, if you like from far away and you squint real hard, is DJ Drama.
0: Get the fuck out of here. With it. He sunglasses on.
1: <laughs> Ness. Ain't ain't no John B. It's John DJ B. drama. I I don't, John they B. don't want to know. You see know. John B? I see John B. Nah, I don't listen to what, what people, people say. say. You lying. You, you lying, Charlie. Get him out your line. But what happened with the guy with Swiss? Like what? what was oh, his? nah. So,
2: yeah. Look, uh, he did four songs with him. Um, Jay Grant and Joey IE was going to sign to him. And in the process of this, I, like I had a lot of my DJ friends doing favors. Like Envy, I didn't. Even, that's, that's another reason I fuck with Envy because I didn't know Envy from a can of paint. Kev knew Envy.
0: Right. First, first thoughts of Envy. First thoughts. The first, first time you seen him. Thoughts
2: of Envy. First time I met Envy, we was at a crab house in Jersey. Uh, we was trying to get him to play the little Rue record. And he just did it off the scrimph. No brown no paper bag, no none of that shit. Like he was like, all right, I told him what we was trying to do, trying to do for South Carolina. This motherfucker played the record on a Saturday afternoon on hot 97. I'm That's like, so holy shit. Yeah. And I remember texting Little Rue like, yo, Envy playing your shit right now. Little Rue text me back, you punk pussy motherfucker, you got me fucked up. You got motherfuckers thinking that we got a label situation together and you fucking up my really? shit. I had to sit down. I'm like, am I, am I on drugs? Like, what What's the that? fuck is going on right now? But what happened was, when Envy was playing the record and drama, the drama, drama was holding me down on Hot 107.9 in Atlanta. The record charted on Billboard. In the process of all of this happening, other labels we're coming. So labels would come at me and I'd shut them down like, no, we going to asylum. But then they would go to this manager that Little Roo had named Jonathan Stevens, fucking snake oil salesman. They would go to him and fucking <laughs> be having conversations with him. Right. So they country. I'm country too, but these motherfuckers are country. They country to where they country. If a Def Jam call, they like Def Jam Asylum. Now, at the time, Asylum got Shorty Low, God Bless the Dead, Waka Flocka, Gucci Man, that whole Houston movement with Mike Jones and Paul Wall. They got Lil Boosie Webby. They popping. They know what to do with Southern music. Right. Motherfucking Def Jam got Rick Ross, Jay-Z, the Rihanna. These country motherfuckers is looking at that. We want to do that. So I told Little Rue, I told Jonathan, I said, go on the fucking website and look at the 70 people Def Jam has signed. Right. And then out of those seven, it's about eight that's popping. He going to be in the other 60 motherfucking mm. too. And they just couldn't see that. And Jay Grant even tried to have a conversation with him. And so these niggas was just hell bent on going to motherfucking Def Jam. So that's what they did. They went to Def Jam, and my lawyer worked it out to where the advance that he got, which was $150,000, he ended up getting 80 of that. We got 70, but we had to give 40 to a label that he had signed a contract with in Damn. Atlanta. So me, Kev, and my homeboy DJ Frosty ended up splitting like. 30 motherfucking grand. And I was—I literally would have anxiety attacks about this shit because I'm like, yo, this motherfucker fucked up not just an opportunity for him, but an opportunity for the whole state of South sure, Carolina. Because sure. I had a whole plan. I'm like, yo, we're going to get Little Rue out, and then we're going to do exactly what Houston doing with Asylum. We're going to do exactly what sure. fucking Lil Boosie and Webby them doing with Asylum. We're going to do exactly what Gucci and doing with OJ, the Juice Man, and Flock. I had like three, four guys ready to go. So I just feel like he fucked up an opportunity not just for himself, but for everybody else. And I can deal with... Shit being fucked up for me. I've been right. fired four times, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I come from a dirt road in Moscow, South Carolina. I'm good with nothing. Right. But when you fuck up opportunities for everybody else, that's when I have a huge you issue. You know,
0: you mentioned you got fired. I remember a time I heard you talk about that you got fired. and four times. um Well, four times. one of the times you got fired, that you you were married. I think that you had to move back to your parents. Is that true? I wasn't married yet,
2: but me and my wife had our daughter. Okay. And uh, we was living in an apartment in Lynnhurst, New Jersey. And I was literally moving into my townhouse in Philly that day because I was doing mornings in Philly. This was like the Beanie Siegel, I did an interview with Beanie Siegel where he aired out Jay-Z. That came out on a Friday. It went viral, crazy. Jay-Z commented on it. And Monday, it was like, all right, you got to get the fuck out of here. Was that why? That's what they say. You think
1: Hove got you fired?
2: I mean, that's what they say. That's what I got in the book. Okay. Made for a great chapter in the book, you know what I mean? I, don't, I really don't know to this day. Even when Jay came on the Breakfast Club and we asked him about it, he just gave me the Jay Z. Because
1: Jay Z is slithery, and I know his like they don't. He's not gonna. He's not
2: slithery. He just yeah. He uh, moved under the radar like slithery. Chess. That's he what I mean by chess. slithery. Yeah, he like, a, he's a boss.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like you know how many motherfuckers I get fucked up behind the scenes now, and
1: I love it. I
0: got to tell you, I don't have to tell you. You're such a
1: cancer. You. But yeah. I don't. And I, I, you are I don't have to tell
0: cancer. you I fucked you up. What? what, what but what about? You, know, you when, and 50 and, and... No, not 50. And, no, I am about the what cancers. Happened? <laughs> wait, wait, did you have to go back to your parents and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I had to move back. That, I, I, that had to be depressing. Yo, I'm going to tell you, listen, yeah, and I'm not counting on you. I've been married, got divorced, and yeah. I thought we were living a beautiful life. Next thing you know, I'm sitting there, my mother's like, you want chicken cutlet tonight? And I'm like, what the fuck Bro, is going it, on?
2: It was 2009 I moved back. And I was, I, I think from November 2009 to like... November 2010, because matter of fact, it's about to be seven years for the Breakfast Club. December 3rd is seven years. Yeah, that's so crazy. So I moved back at the end of November of 2010, and I remember getting into an argument with my little sister, my little ratchet ass sister, <laughs> and she said to me, "Um, look at you. You used to be with Wendy. Now you back home living with your mama." Damn. And I said to her, "I said, yeah, but this this is this is temporary for me, but permanent for you." Mm.
1: You guys really don't get along. I love her, man. But, but I, just, like, I, I, I love her. I, I mean, it, I,
2: I'm, I'm, I, at one point, I really did not like her. I really didn't. You know, what I mean, I just could not stand her little ass. But now it's just like it's
1: my little sister. Like you I know can't what stand my brother. Shout out to you, though. Love but, you.
0: But what made you? What made you stay strong throughout those times? Like meaning, God, like be, man. Yeah.
2: Like I just always. I remember Kendra G, man. Kendra G is my. That's my homie. Kendra G does mornings at uh, WGCI in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Kendra G said to me, um, "Look, Charlamagne." Every time you get fired, they tell you the same thing. They're moving into another direction. She said, it's not them moving you in another direction. It's yes, God. God moving you in another direction. Kendra G said to me verbatim, she said, I want you to enjoy all that time down there with your mom and your family. I want you to really enjoy that time because when you get back in position, you're not going to have any time. Right. Kendra G said that to me. And she, and she was did right. not lie.
1: How did that happen, that recovery?
2: I just kept going. Like I kept doing like, see, this is the beautiful thing about the era we live in now. And I tell kids this shit all the time. I don't got to sit around and wait for nobody. Right. Me and Duvall kept doing Hood State of the Union videos. And, you know, those shit. Got just, on
0: Guy I, Code, right, from that one too, right now? Yeah,
2: that, I mean, I got on Guy Code because of the Hood State of the Union videos. But those videos just just kept it going, kept me alive. And plus, I was just on social media. I was just a Twitter nigga. I was always tweeting and, you know,
0: just... You are a Twitter guy. I was a Twitter now guy. Now you're a radio guy.
2: Yeah, and, and Angela, Angela Yee kept me alive too because Angela would... Have me come up to Shade 45 yep. and co-host, co-host her lip show service. on Lip Service. And she'd feed me rappers. What's your rappers. first thoughts of Andrew? When you <laughs> Wait, re- what? she feed rap? me rappers. Yeah, because one day, I remember one day I was at home. <laughs> Angela goes, yo, Charlotte, man, I know you always got something to say about Mims. Mims going to be up here. Oh yeah, put me on the phone with this whack motherfucker. Yeah. So I just, I'm, just, I'm just talking <laughs> so much why, shit to him. This is why I'm hot. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm killing him on I'm killing him bad. So that goes on world star and shit like that. So shit like that just kept me going. You know, I'd be doing sketches and shit and like G Spin, Cadillac Jack, Joe Ie. They all was just in tune with what I was doing. And I didn't even know that they was looking to do a new morning show in New York. I, just, I was in Joe Yai's office one day because I had just finished doing lip service with yeah. Angelie East. So me and her was up, not lip service, whatever she was calling the morning, the morning after. So we was doing the morning. Then we went to Kaiser's office. And then yep, somehow we, my went, and then we ended up at Joe Yai's office. I forgot why. And Joe Yai was like, yo, you know G-Spin? I was like, I met him once because I did meet with him right, right after Philly. G-Spin wanted to meet me right after, right after I got fired.
0: Which G-Spin is the program director, right, of, yeah. uh, of yeah. uh, Power 105? Like APD, something or, yeah. like that. I don't know. And Boston or whatever. Boston, he's a Bo- yeah. I, I love G-Spin. I, I say this all the time whenever somebody's on the knows him. I just don't like his, his, his teams, like the Patriots. <laughs> just, that motherfucker, <laughs> I don't like the Patriots. Nah, G-Spin's a good. But he's a good dude. Uh, great dude. Uh, yeah.
2: So he, G-Spin, um, he connected me to G-Spin. And me and G-Spin just stayed in touch with each other. And then G-Spin introduced me to Cadillac Jack. And, um, you know,
0: but I, I, is this who gives you the, like, hit? I feel like with what you do, it's amazing that, like, people don't complain or come at you behind the scenes. People wouldn't know. Meaning, like, like iHeart in general has been so, uh, um, I guess, just, like, open for you to evolve. Because, like, they could, yeah. you know, they could be like, like, I'll give you an example. One time, one time uh, Luke was on, from, uh, a two live crew. And uh, one of the interns was a Filipino that we had. And uh, I remember, like, Luke was walking by. He's like, damn and I was like yo Luke you ever fuck a Filipino and there. combat was like what are you doing we could get us sued what's the matter with you, yeah, you ever and, a and, and I was like was yeah Fili- but it's, she
1: was, she's Filipino but I was like
0: it's Luke but the point I'm trying to make is yo they have gave you such a long rope like think about it and, 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 I've been
1: fired
2: four times no no but they what I mean they knew was hiring Heart, right. has they
0: knew like, who they was hiring and they, they bet on you and they have won they won they won yeah. and they're still winning because and people don't
2: realize the first year of the breakfast club they was about to fire us why? Because the ratings was low. Oh. But we did what we all did. Me, Angela, and Envy, we used the motherfucking internet. The internet is what propelled the Breakfast Club to a whole nother level. You them, know, people, watch, people
0: watch the videos. They don't even listen to the radio. Seminar. I'm yeah. not saying any, everybody. I'm saying there's a lot of people... Who watched religiously? Like that's why I call you the video podcast, because in this day and age, people listen to like uh, you know attacks, this show, a combat, or drink champs, yeah. bringing idiots, you know, and then they listen, to, they'll, they'll watch the the, the breakfast, club. The breakfast yeah. club as like a you know. A, we kind of set a precedent for that. Nobody man, will
2: give us our credit till probably years from now. Yeah, but I I didn't see all of that before us. Yeah. That's the truth to the matter. I mean, every radio show does it now, but we—I didn't really see that before us.
1: Even when Angela was on, I'm serious though. She would do that. And she, she would said do. She it. got in trouble for doing that type of she, stuff. Yeah, because like,
2: they wouldn't let them tape it up yeah. there. Angela would, and that was the thing. Angela would do it, and Envy would do it, and I would do audio. Right. So like, you'd hear me with Cassie, or you'd hear me with Buffy the Body, or you'd hear me and Beanie Siegel. But we all knew how to utilize the internet in our own various different ways, and though that's why I would be at home watching. I'd be at home watching Envy when he'd be on. Hip-Hop Nation, and I'd be watching Angela when she was on Shade 45. They Dude, were the only people I saw doing that. He's a that Super Hustle
0: shit. Envy. Like, you and him, definitely, I mean, it's funny. Like, I like the way, I like um, your chemistry. And even with Andrew, I like how she fits in. But I like the chemistry because you'll rag on him, he'll rag on you. And, yo, know, the internet, so I'll be reading something. Like, I love the comments. I love anything I do, I always love interacting with people. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yo, know, when the comments are like, Envy, like you know how he says, like explain to the people uh, what exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo, the yeah. people <laughs> who write. He always says that, like like a porn star will come up then, and be like um, explain to the explain people, explain what, people what, what exactly porn is, you know, like. Or, <laughs> but even like you know the way MVX, you know, like like like, uh, well, could you explain to the people what a baseball player is, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and, and they make fun of him, and and he'll make fun of you, but you know, even I see, yo, you know what's so funny? People love to hate you. I feel like people love you. Like you remind me so much of Howard Stern because I remember people back in the day used to listen to Howard Stern and hate him. And I'm like, Yo, why the fuck are you listening to him? Like, I want to hear what he says next.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: that you remind me so much of that. Even like, like it's funny. Like I know somebody that said like uh, the other day. I um, I was talking to this kid that I know. He was like, um, I was like, Go have Charlemagne on this week. He's like, I hate that motherfucker. And I'm like, Why? Why is he a motherfucker? Why do you hate him? He's like. Because I'm fat, and he always makes fun of fat people. That is a fact. And and I was like, he's like, he don't know what it is to be fat. It's not nice, you know? You need to
2: put on a fat suit. No, I don't make fun of them. What I do is I encourage them to lose weight. (laughs) And we Uh, we call that fat shaming in this era for whatever reason. No, being fat is not healthy. You can die. You can have heart attacks. You have high cholesterol. You can have diabetes. That shit is not cool to be fat. The world ain't even made for fat people. You see a fat person coming on the plane, you beg, you cry, please God don't let them sit by (laughs) me. Like, it's not made for them. And guess what? I don't have any remorse for people who have control over certain things. And what I mean by that is, if you can change it, change it. Right. Being fat ain't like being black. Right. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Being fat ain't like being gay. Like you can. Some people
1: think being gay is a choice. I
2: don't believe that. I don't believe that. I mean, the only reason I don't believe that is just because if you...
1: If you went jail, it's a choice. You would be like, "Listen, my, my, I, I don't say, think nobody would. I don't me. think
2: nobody would choose that. I don't think nobody would my choose sis,
0: that." My sisters are both gay, and uh, they didn't like my other sister. I didn't know till she was a teenager. The other one came out. She was married, had a kids, and then you know she transferred over. You know, I guess the guys then drove her crazy. But both of them are gay. Both of them are married to women. But it's funny they had a fiftieth party for my sister, and uh, they were doing that uh, picture montage. Mm-hmm. So the song were in the back, and. I don't know if you remember back in junior high school, like I, I put up the other day, they had lasers in the background or different things. There was a rainbow one. I don't know if you ever remember that. There was no. a background. When we used to take school pictures, there was, oh, different yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a rainbow yeah. one. So or the whole gay community in there was like, it was meant to be. You know, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, really? Like, I was behind lasers. What does that fucking mean? You know? But you know, even so, you, people like you say you know people should get healthy and stuff like that. Maybe you just misunderstood. But even like people who love to hate you. Even talking about like uh, uh um changing your skin color, you've been hearing this for fucking how long? And you tell he people He didn't Yo, really
1: change his skin color. No, he he just had, like this. some blotching that he. But well, got you got fucked up. I liked it. I'm not gonna. You ain't Sammy Social. It was it was good. You know, Did the you change the your whole body. You the, the juice. Your juice ain't as sweet as more. Your, your juice a little lighter now.
2: I ain't really lighted though. Like if you my, like my, this is my, all my body is the same. Yeah, complexion. but did you
0: know, did you do the whole thing? Your wife gonna come into bed like, baby, what happened? You, you got to, you changed now. The whole thing. Nah, your it toes just, are fucking different colors. Nah, your penis. Did you did, always
1: have like an insecurity, and that's why? Like, what made you do that? Because you were fine. Wait,
0: wait, how do you know he had an insecurity? I
1: just asked. It was my, a question. It was like a elevation in my tone at the end, okay, which made okay. it a question. You know, it's
2: funny. Like my, when I was young, my father. I remember when I started to get the blotches on my face, and my father thought I was smoking crack my father thought I was on drugs. Really? Yeah, he was like, yo, you on crack? What the fuck? your face like that for? Because this is I was really wild in yeah, the yeah. street. And then, um, thank you, brother. He got the platinum fubu on. Yeah, I look at that. Look at that, look that classic, ever. dude. God damn, where you find platinum fubu at?
1: He kept it from before.
2: Shout out to Still the NGO. So, so I never really thought about it. It was just something I, I dealt with. Like, OK, I got right. skin discoloration. Right. You motherfuckers crack jokes, whatever. I got jokes, too. I, so it never was a thing. But then I met this lady named Dr. Natasha Sandy. I met her on the roof. Of this party one night, <laughs> right? And she was like, "Yo, she you know, sound like, sexy." You
1: can't answer that.
2: Yeah, she okay, I'm sorry. It. But she was like, I, "She was like, I can fix all that." I was like, "Fix what?" She was like, "Your skin discoloration." And I never, th- I, I wasn't even, it wasn't something I was thinking about, right? But it ended up being one of the best things that I ever did in my life because Doctor Sandy didn't just. Treated me as a dermatologist. She treated me as a, a wellness expert, a health and wellness expert, and she put me on Karen a proper diet. And like yeah, that. and you know things, you know what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. What so is I, that?
0: Tell some people.
2: So I ended up. I mean, I ended up. Losing. No, what
0: is what should people eat and drink? Or oh, some
1: not well, things? Some things we should not.
2: Well, she doesn't. I don't want to give away everything because you, you know, want people her to get paid. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't. She makes you do a detox first. Okay, and it's a three day detox, and for those three days, you do a shake in the morning. A shake for lunch, and then you eat like a five-ounce piece of meat and all the vegetables you want, and you do that for three days. That shit is torture, like torture. But immediately you drop like six, seven pounds. I'm
1: about to do that.
2: And then after that, it's like you can either have a protein shake for breakfast and an egg, egg, three egg whites, you know, with some spinach, with some greens. Always greens, a lot right. of greens. I eat mad greens now. Yeah. And then for lunch, you have like a salad. And then, like for dinner, you do the same thing, like some meat and some vegetables. So did
1: the whole family have to change their diet?
2: My, my wife's a personal
0: trainer.
1: Okay.
2: So that's 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 her thing anyway. So, that's a beautiful.
0: That's a beautiful thing.
2: So I was 202 pounds. I lost 30. Mm-hmm. So I dropped down to like 172. Right now I'm between like 172, 175. Okay. Sometimes 175, 178 depends. Get that yeah.
0: right for your Tinder profile.
2: And then I started getting like chemical pills on my face, and you know did she did that got, hurt? Nah. Okay. And then she gave me like these. I got, like, acne pads, complexion correction pads. I moisturize a lot. I put my fucking sunscreen on, like, before I walk yo, out. Yo, you ever right read a... the
0: comments, man? All the time. I yo, don't. Yo, they be All going. The yo, I, let me tell you something. Just from, you know, I don't do much research when I do a guest. I will just do, like, you know, little different stuff. Like, that. give me liners to talk about. Yo, people are so fucking mean, man. Like, I love yo, it, though. The, the, yo,
1: Why is your skin so thick? No pun intended. Think, what
0: the fuck like, does that mean? How come he can. <laughs> the how, the fuck, did you how say can why you he's withstand dick those ty-
1: Don't do that. How come okay. you can withstand those type of things? Like, how come you love it and you, you thrive off of that? Because
2: my father used to always tell me, you're never as good as they say you are and you're never as bad as they say you are. Mm. Right. It's just people's opinion about And you.
1: it's what, not what they call you, it's what you answer to. And, I,
2: and but by the way, I don't stress over the good shit either. Like, if motherfuckers are like, oh, Charlotte, man, I love you. I want to suck your dick. I think you're the greatest. (laughs) Isn't that? I don't, that's, that's. that's,
0: Yeah. Tell them, tell them they could do the skin coloration down there for you. That's it. You know? I mean, you got skin discoloration I hate you you you, you, you hate I mean I'm people. not gonna
1: lie one time I did say that you look so I look more like envy, but that was when you were a little <laughs> were transitioning <laughs> it did, no
2: it did I got for whatever reason it got real
1: like yeah for, for a second <laughs> real light and I yeah. was mad at her for a second nervous. like what the fuck
2: yo I told you you I got didn't me walking dead-ish out here. <laughs> and she was like no trust me it's going to even Looking out like and it's like huh. and you was, like your voice I never thought about it
0: you never listen back to your stuff I used to a lot but did you like what you were hearing? You know how some people, the reason I why I asked voice. that for is this, see?
1: Mm-hmm. I hate my voice.
0: Some people who know her, who follow her, who appreciate her, may never know that she thinks that way. Beyonce says Pe- she hates her voice. People in this she day does. and age look yeah. at you and they may say, like, like say if you you may like your voice, so you may say, maybe I don't. People would never figure that. Because, you know, we're not all perfect, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's my voice. Like you can't change it.
0: No, but you know, some people may not like it. Like I yeah, wonder if Gilbert yeah. Gottfried likes his voice, but it should have made him millions.
2: Yeah, that's what I say. Like I do radio. I mean, I put it like this: I don't have to like my voice. Millions of other people do. Right.
1: Yeah. You know no, no, what I'm I agree. And I know even like, when we interviewed Angela, she was saying when she first started, people like hated her voice. You know, when and I, listen, I think that she has a great voice.
2: When I listen to my old air checks, I hate my voice. Right. Because. I was such a stubborn kid that when the program directors would be telling me, "Stop yelling! You're screaming! You need to have a more conversational tone," i be like, "They don't know what the fuck they talking about."
1: That's what I'm trying to work on right now. But my I'm not like my mom is loud. Like I'm just, I'm trying to like you know like push the mic away and figure those type of like dynamics what, what
0: point did you give people that are looking to get into radio you know b- people maybe that are in broadcasting school people that maybe are come from you well, know just the street school for it, no, so. no, but people who are right now in broadcasting school that listen and be like yo I want to learn from somebody who you know what point is would you give them yeah, or man, anybody but, anybody wanted to get into radio or media when right. I'm talking
2: to these schools I, got to, I spoke at the University of Syracuse the other day because they got a great journalism department and I tell them the same thing man be authentic to you and what I mean by that is, don't look at Angela Yee, don't look at Envy, don't look at Charlemagne, don't look at Angie Martinez, or Sway, or whoever you like in radio. Or Peter Rosenberg. Peter, Ro- yeah, whatever. <laughs> I about to say. Nobody wants to be like that. People. Don't look at, don't look at those people and say I want to be like them. Find your own lane. Do you? And nowadays, yo, you don't even gotta wait. You can do a fucking podcast. You can, uh, create can your own do content. internet radio. You got follow we got two hundred followers on Twitter. Do some internet radio and blast that shit out to your two hundred followers. Like mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't get how people are just sitting around waiting for some shit to happen in two thousand sixteen. But mm-hmm. you can literally develop your own lane. Like look at the fu- look at the read, yo. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Them motherfuckers is rock stars. Bro, bro. Bro. I don't even use the fucking word bro. But I'm using it today, <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. Yo, people, they come out when they're introduced at their live show. Rock stars, you understand? These people are screaming, like they got figurines, like they got dolls made up after them. Rock Yo, stars. let me tell you something. Uh, um, they need to make new dolls. Like starting lineup needs to make the podcast. You know? Listen, man, they so dope. They they're so dope, and they didn't they, didn't, they don't they
2: don't do no radio. That's all because of a fucking podcast, like. Same thing with Tackstone. That's all because of a fucking podcast. Like, what are you sitting around waiting on anybody for? But the key to the read and the key to Tackstone is they're both authentic to themselves. Sure. They're both true to themselves.
0: And, and, and people relate to them. And, 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 you know, and I think even like with you, I think people, you say things that people want to say or people thought of or think of. And I'm a you, fan. And you know, you want us saying that. You know what? As we as we end this episode, I just want to go over some maybe some backstories of some of the craziest Breakfast Club stuff. Okay. Um, let's start off with the with Birdman. You know, I mean, obviously people know the whole, you know, uh, viral of it and, and how he was talking shit before he even came in. But when you were there with him, did you even think at all that he would swing on you or that he would try to do something? Because, yo, you're, sometimes your face, like, I'm like, yo, he's... I know you got wax. I know there's other people around, but you ever think like that?
2: I'm always thinking like that. But it's a fight. It's a fight. I guess fight, yeah. Right? It's I've been a in a fist t- fight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. How Are you
1: gonna
2: fight? Okay, we fight in the
0: studio. All right, then, what? And, and people
1: don't just fight no more. He might, you know. Yeah,
0: but he's in. He's in there. I mean, and, and if he did do all that, I mean, I, I mean, are you, you, you gonna sue him? Are you gonna fucking leave it alone? Would I sue him? If, if I, Birdman I hit you know. on the head with the microphone, gave you twelve stitches, would you sue him?
1: You got children. You need to get the yes. Sue them.
2: Oh, I always said I would, but I really don't know. And because the only reason I say I don't know is because if I am saying what I want to say about him, then I have to be prepared for the consequences of my actions and the consequences of my words. So in a, in a way, I'm kind of causing that, right? Like, I can't, I can't say Birdman and Lil Wayne used to kiss each other in the mouth. Uh, why would you sign... Yeah,
1: but Dallas a- Penn
0: says their eyes were closed, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> That's real love.
2: Or I can't say, why would you sign the Birdman knowing he don't pay nobody? Like, I can't say things like this about him
0: and then he reacts
2: a certain way. God forbid way.
0: you say some factual stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, not like, it's not like I'm lying. So it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would show him or not. I don't think I would, though. Yeah. Why do you think, think people
1: are so comfortable? Like they want to reap the benefits of media and press on their own like levels. Like they only the good things. But when you ask certain questions, they get mad at you. But it's already like public knowledge. Not like you're making these things up.
2: Because cause some people, especially the older guys, they they still think people are stupid. They don't understand that we live in such a world of transparency that motherfucking anything I'm asking you is being asked on social media a million times. Right. But also. These guys can't touch the people on social media. They don't know these motherfuckers. Absolutely. Those are ghosts. Charlemagne represents all of those ghosts sure. in one.
1: You're Casper. <laughs> so
2: they feel like if they can jump on me for some shit that's being said to them a million times a day on the internet, then maybe people won't fuck with them no right. more. Right. Yeah, but
0: even like, you know what's funny too? Even like, obviously, I'm I'm a content creator. I, I, I love it. I'm for it. But uh, even like Beanie, like that episode was kind of wow. But then at the end, somebody had a, like a video where, like, as soon as it ended, he had gave you his hand. And I respect that, but it looked like it was staged a little. That's how, no, I'm I, being honest. I don't know if you, you heard that. That's how from, all of those guys are. Yeah.
2: Every single one of them. Fredro, I know what I when the interview's over with Fredro, <laughs> Fredro's like... Because if you watch the interview, that was the first time something like that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yo, he
0: took off his glasses. I was like, yo.
2: But I, I also asked Fredro in the interview, you, you want five minutes?
0: Yeah. You he good? Did. You yeah. sure you good? yeah. yeah.
2: Cause I'm a man, we men. We yeah. can go we can go pug it out if you wanna pug it out. But at the end of the interview, he's like, Yeah, World Star. That's what we do it for. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, what is this? What 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 is this? Same thing with Beanie, Beanie gave me dab, like I knew Charlemagne was gonna do that shit to me. Whatever, whatever, this and that. And then me and Beanie end up having like a twenty minute, thirty-minute conversation Afterwards. about him trying to explain to me about why he's not a hater. Yeah. And showing me all these text messages from Meek Mill and all this other shit. Like, I
0: think people people get this uh, idea when they come on the Breakfast Club that they have to fucking put their like, the they have to up. zip their zipper all the way to up up because this guy's gonna come at me. That's fine. Th- no, that's how they yeah. think. I think you yeah. know what I mean. Like, like yo, he's gonna expose or say things that you know maybe I don't want to hear.
2: I, listen, Pete, I can't get on a podcast or get on the Breakfast Club and say things about people and not say it to their face. Yeah. When I heard Beanie on Taxstone, my immediately I'm sitting there listening, and riding like. This motherfucker sounds like a hater. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, he sounds bitter. He sounds envious. He sounds jealous. I'm like, what does he mean? He just wanted to get next to me. Like, is this some snakey shit? I'm like, yeah. in my mind, I'm listening. Like, it sounds like he's only loyal to whoever's presenting the opportunity to him. I remember I text taxed that, and I'm like, and I'm saying this on breakfast. Club. I'm like, oh, you just mad because Beanie went on tax and Beanie said he don't fuck with you because you made little mama cry. I don't got nothing to do with nothing. Like, yeah. I still had love for Beanie after right. that. I'm just going off what I'm hearing. Right. So when he comes to the breakfast club, I got to say that to him. If I've been saying Kanye, Yeezus' album is whack when Kanye come, I got to say that to him. What gives you the
1: courage to be so honest when most people are just like yes men? Why do you got to have courage to be honest? Because people are so afraid of the the, the reaction or the rebuttal. I'm not a rapper. Right.
2: I'm not a producer. I'm not in the music business. I don't have to be friends with none of these motherfuckers. Right. I don't need them for anything. I'm not asking anybody for any features. I'm not trying to get any tracks placed. I don't have any artists that I need features from. Let me like, get a drop. I, I don't need none of that shit. I don't fuck with these guys. Like, I don't...
1: But have you ever like ruined like a relationship or like a booking because of something that you said?
2: No, because funny thing is I think everybody knows that I'm not maliciously attacking. And I think that they genuinely know that I'm coming from a fan perspective. I'm not saying anything that's not being said. Right. So if you're going to come have the conversation about whatever everybody's talking about, let me come talk to this motherfucker. Talking to this motherfucker is like talking to the million people that keep talking to me about this shit on Twitter and on fucking social media. So let me come have this conversation with him. Right. And I think a lot of people just honestly respect, respect the conversation.
1: That's true. I mean,
2: we haven't had anybody. The only person that hasn't came is like Drake.
0: Well yeah. I mean and 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 he's built the it's funny too to see his rise man but it, you know it, he built the he doesn't even really need to do it though. Yeah, I would
1: love to doesn't. have you and Jahim. I would
0: love to see that. I would, no no not but well, well, Jaheim definitely but but I would love to see Drake do that, you know, and, and, and it's amazing how he, about it? how he but handled it. Drake put it. him in yeah. a song,
1: so we know that that's, like, and sent him some bottles, so.
0: Yo, it is funny, though, seeing <laughs> that. It is funny seeing that, because I remember being at, like, day parties or even just parties, and how that song, back-to-back, had back, become a club song. And then hearing how, the, you know, they would, st- you know how a DJ stops the music? Yeah. You know, you're going to make me buy bottles for Charlemagne. Like, he'll, they'll turn it, and the crowd will will, will say that part. Like yeah, that, That's amazing great. to me, not only just to see, His rise and how he's, but even see your rise, you know?
2: Nah, I mean, the Drake situation was dope. I mean, everybody gives me flack for that, too. They're like, oh, he bought you bottles and you jumped on his dick. I'm still not a fan of Drake. I like when he raps. Yeah. I don't like when he sings. Yeah. But you're a line if you're a hip-hop head and you said that back-to-back was not one of the greatest moments ever in hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. I've been around a little minute. I've seen some great moments sure. in hip-hop. That back-to-back shit was a great motherfucking moment. It was a great diss record, and that was the first time we saw the internet dismantle somebody based off of a diss <laughs> yes, record. It was. Can you imagine if Ether would have came out when the internet, all the fucking camel yes. memes, dick-sucking-lip memes. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it would have been ugly. We saw that with back-to-back. Yeah. So I saluted Drake on that, and I don't got no problem with Meek. It's just that Meek didn't do what, what I wanted yeah. him to do. Which was respond, because Meek was the battle rap guy with the cornrows. I thought Meek was about to eat Drake alive. It didn't work out that way.
0: Yeah, that back to that back. It's amazing that it became a bigger song than what it is. This I think of... it's top
2: five disc records of all time. People look at me like I'm crazy. What,
1: what are the other four?
2: For me, this is me. My personal take. Just you, opinion. yeah. Takeover. Mm-hmm. Hit him up. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake Day. Okay. And um, what would be no my cannabis. Fourth? No LL? I like, this, I like second round knockout. Can no, I no, bust? no Vaseline. No Vaseline. Okay, no, Vaseline. Okay. no Vaseline. That's my top five dish records of all time. And hit them up in fucking back-to-back with club joints. Dre Day was a club joint. It's a whole different ball game when you're in a motherfucking club and a nigga's dissing you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. That's, that's different when a motherfucker's telling you you know, is this your girl toy, your world tour and the crowd is singing yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit?
0: Now, now you go to, um, you don't go out much. I always, you always say you don't hang out with industry people after mm-hmm. what five p.m. You say niggas. What do you say? I don't hang
2: out with niggas after five p.m. <laughs> I'm trying not to hang out with industry people at all.
0: Okay, but Man. but but uh, you you obviously you know doing radio. You you got um, clubs that you go to, you know host or whatever like no. that. No, no, I've no. You definitely been at clubs and hosting. He said stuff. no. Oh. He said Charlotte, I ain't I haven't been out in three years. There's things parties that you do that you you and Angela and Envy are no, at. No,
2: that's Angela and Envy. It'll say Breakfast Club in Charlamagne. No,
1: you maybe just do day parties. Day parties.
2: We do it. We do a day party every year at CIAA weekend in Charlotte, okay. North Carolina. That's so you
0: never been to? A, you haven't been into a club in two years. Last time
2: I was in the club, I was in Columbia, South Carolina, two weeks ago for the University of South Carolina homecoming. My dude Bakari Sellers, he's he's a politician. He works at CNN now. He went to USC. So what? What, what he was? Went to USC. Uh, no, he didn't go to USC. My wife went to USC, but they just had an after party, so I went. What to was
0: that. Uh, Berman talking about when he said he was going to pull up on you? Where was that?
2: I have no idea. Oh, but you know is what? He no, no, but, about? but 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 it's like I said, it's been almost seven years at the Breakfast Club. Our first two years at the Breakfast Club, I was out all the time. Okay, so what okay. Keeps you in so I've been
1: now? just the family. Yeah, I like being in the house. Plus, how work. And I, you, gotta be, you gotta, be early. Early. gotta be up early. I be up early. I got when Angela I leave here. Angela is a trooper. I, like she don't play. Listen,
2: when I leave here, I gotta go to the office at Viacom. Yeah, and I mean I'm there till seven, eight o'clock. Then I still wanna go to the motherfucking gym. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then I gotta make sure my daughter's in bed, and make sure yeah. she do her homework. I don't you have to be time. a dad.
0: What the fuck is in the club? And, and people have a perception of you more than you have a perception of yourself. You know, people yeah. think like everything's okay or things that, oh, show me, he's good. Meanwhile, you still got to live your life. You still got to push the needle. You still got to move and groove. You still got to rip and run. I still got to make money.
2: Yeah. Like, listen, everybody talking about Donald Trump in the White House, I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump being in the White House. The reason I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump being in the White House, because God is my president. Uh-huh. I keep God first. God is the
0: president. I like that. See, God is your public- publicist. God is right his up. president.
2: I keep God first. I spread love because I feel like we need a lot more of that. And I try to get this money. It's all about self-empowerment. You know what I mean? I got to empower myself so I can empower others, empower my community. You know what I mean? Like we're doing the turkey drive on Saturday. Giving away mad turkeys. We're opening up businesses. I I love what Emmy and Angela are doing with their juice bar in Brooklyn. We we are empowering our
0: our own communities. What books do you suggest for people to read right now?
2: Right now I'm reading, um, it's a good book right here. It's called This One Thing. What is it by? Gary Keller. Okay, this is the dope book. This book is about focus.
0: This one thing. This is one, like thing. Gary Keller.
2: Cause you know we live in this world where everybody's so multi distracted. You know what I mean. Everybody think they're multitasking, but they're really multi distracted. And motherfuckers haven't really realized how to focus on one thing yet. But when you focus on that one thing and you become great at that one thing, everything else will fall into place. Radio has been my one thing. Yeah, I've focused on radio. The radio, radio guy. Uh, the radio I guy. I love that comment, bro. That's it, the radio guy. I scribe to be the best at radio. And being that I've scribe to be the best at radio, other fruit has come. Right. Whether it's books and podcasts and, you know, we can't, I can't.
0: I can't go uh, end this episode without talking about Andrew Schultz real quick and the brilliant idiots. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And to see the rise of that podcast, yeah. um, you know, and and it's you're both two people that you, some people maybe wouldn't think, but it's a, it's a great great duo. You know uh, what makes you? I mean, I know they tried, internet tried to come for Andrew Schultz, man. I don't blame what makes him. You, what, what makes you stick with him? And 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 what do you like about him?
2: <sighs> he's my friend. Um, <laughs> he's my friend. I've I've been questioning him lately. I have been. I told I, we had, we had a conversation off offline this week, and I'm like. Bro, I'm starting to think 99 percent of the shit you say that that people say about you online is true, bro. Because you really be like you never got nothing good to say about black people. Like, what the fuck is up with this shit, yo? Like, yeah, I
0: remember when Mean Combat went on the, the the show, like I mentioned before. Yeah, yo, he had combat Type, man. Like, yeah. you remember that? Remember that show yeah. we did? Yeah, and I, it's like, and 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 yeah. even even you going back and forth. You know, you know what's so funny? I mean, we'll, we'll get right back to Andrew, but even like Combat, I didn't realize. Yo, he's still upset that you say, you, you about telling him about Jerkin' Nori. I hear him all over talking about, yo. <laughs> I didn't, yo, know, I didn't yo, know about yeah, those yeah. stories. I yo, heard I, that from Somebody Nori. sent me a clip the other day uh, uh, when I told him I had Charlemagne on uh this week and they it, it, it's combat he was like, Yo, I thought we were cool. I don't understand what happened. Yo, you talking about I jerk Nori again. You start with this shit. He's like, jerk these nuts, you know? And I'm like, yo, this mother how's a fifty year old man that just, he, he got his Jordans at fifty telling you to jerk these nuts. Man. I remember
2: I remember I was listening to somebody pop first I heard Nori say combat jerked him. And, yeah, then, I, he, and, yeah, yeah. and then it was bleak. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember texting tax text on like Yo, we gotta. We might have to audit Chris. And you know you heard about them. You
0: heard about them twenty nine dollar checks. Combat jerk. That's my <laughs> guy. though. <laughs> <laughs> Contract <laughs> Jack. Nah, nah. You know, it, it, it's just funny to see that. And you know, it's funny because even like you're on the network. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and, and even combat's like, a good dude though. Yeah, you know, it's it's like 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 you're saying about Wendy. It's like same thing that I'm starting to realize too. Like, yo, you know what? I thank him for the opportunity. That's it. You got know? your own shit. Yeah, in yeah. It. yeah. You know, I thank him for the opportunity. But as as we wind down. What but, is it yeah, and I
2: don't know if Andrew Schultz is a white supremacist. I don't think so.
0: Is he did he vote for Trump?
2: I think he did on the low. I think, I he, did I think he did on the <laughs> I think low. I think he <laughs> one of them sneaky Trump supporters, yo.
0: Yo, I don't trust I don't trust uh see I don't trust white people who when they wake up they got that bedhead you know he's got yeah you know, man like, and then all of a sudden later at night it comes together like a fucking chia pet yeah. you ever see like you know he, yeah. I'm like yo he, sometimes you see him he wake up he got a fucking rooster looking yeah, yeah. A, I
2: mean Andrew's a smart dude though he's funny as fuck he don't give a fuck about facts which makes for yo he came content. on he
0: came on this show I got this is when I was doing phone a friend I, and I called my Aunt Barbara and my Aunt Barbara was 72 years old and he's like, What are you doing right now, Aunt Barbara? And, and offered of her side and he's like, dick. You, you want this dick? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yo, you yo, can yo, see
1: Pete like, like yo, the steam so, coming out of his ears. It was so low. It
0: was so sideways <laughs> that I didn't even get mad. And you she lying, was like, you got mad. And she was like, no, at that moment I didn't get mad. He was now, he, I love it. Andrew's a funny dude. He's but a good dude. When you I, know him. Yeah. Like people don't
2: know him. That's why I say that's why I say he's my friend. Like, so I know he means well. It's just that he has one of those Manhattan white yeah, yeah, yeah. skewed point of view like he don't de- I tell people all the time you live in New York you live in LA you don't know what the real world is yeah like. yeah yeah y'all yeah. had no idea yeah. Like literally motherfuckers was we got into an argument this week about uh social media and I'm saying how social media is what got Donald Trump into the motherfucking White House right because when liberal media was trying to kill him he was able to go on social media and control his own motherfucking narrative yeah. so Andrew was like nah fuck that nobody care about social media motherfuckers was literally tweeting me like they don't got internet In those rural areas. Like I'm from a rural area. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> what are you talking about? But that is the perception that a lot like, of city motherfuckers have of people yeah, in yeah. those
0: places. Well, that's why I always ask people like, "Where are you from?" And they say New York. New York. I'm like, you know, the city. I'm like, where exactly? Where I want. to know where you are from. You grew up in Brooklyn, East New York. You grew up in Staten Island. You grew up in. Like, where did you grow up? Because it says a lot. Andrew grew up in Manhattan. Next uh, to that's Nicole's what I'm saying. Yeah, these are the people. These are people that when 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 it's the light is green, they cross the street. Don't even look. They put their trust in other people. Shut Like I don't even fucking understand. I'm about to run you over, motherfucker. Andrew just
2: had Chick Fil A for the first time like two years ago. What? I just had Chick
1: Fil A for the first time a couple months. Where ago. Where you from? Man. I'm from Hell's Kitchen. See you. you, you yeah,
2: yeah she same, yeah. same, same, same. same, same, same. My, my yeah, same type of like. My brother, my brother of knows
1: Andrew. They like hang out and shit. Like yeah. Skewed
0: they probably, point of view. They probably no, I don't world. have a skewed
1: point of view. I just never had Chick Fil A.
0: Skewed point of view in the world, Joe. I mean, not me,
1: not me, the do god. You, do
0: you think Andrew Schultz got some pussy from bringing idiots? Absolutely. This mother, you helped a lot of people. Andrew Schultz fucks fans.
2: He does. He remember when Fifty Cent said, "You got no." Who said it? Ghostface. You yes, got that yes, right. Yes. I fuck fan. What? Yes. Andrew fucks. Andrew be fucking his brilliant <laughs> idiot. What
0: do they call they, the first they call him Young Hezzy? Now what do they call him the Coon? Snow Coon. Snow Coon. Snow Coon. Scholzi. <laughs> Young Yo. Hezzy and Snow Coon. Scholzi. Yo. Anyway. Anyway. Internet. Listen. Uh, Charlemagne. Let me tell you something, man. I am proud of you. Thank you, my brother. I, I, no, I really am. I mean, and and we've been trying to make this happen for a minute. I, I was saying, you know what? I've seen a lot of people go Hollywood and their rise go up. You know, and and become successful, but you never back down. I seen it happen to Drake, man. Like me and him, would chill talk all the time, cool. Next thing you know, he's out of here. You know how people are yeah. out of here, yo. It was almost to a point where I felt like Sean was out of here because I was like, yo, uh, wanna have, <laughs> I want to have you on the show, and he's like, got you, my brother. And I was like, how's Monday? APM, and then it'll be like three Mondays after. Like, yo, what's going on? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I was like, how about this Tuesday? He's like, let me check. Then it'll be like next month. I was like, but I never gave up. But you know mm-hmm. what it is? I never cause, gave up. No, because you my man. Yeah, and we talked, and you got yeah. my number. Yeah,
3: Yeah.
2: But I, I got an assistant. I can't. I don't. I can't tell
0: you. Yo, you. I mean, you're amazing. I'm gonna tell you why you're amazing. I can't tell I didn't even you use that word. Talk to my assistant. Yo, I was like, yo, you need an assistant because I, I. I was like, yo, I'm. I, I had too many times hitting him up and I don't want to bother. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. be that dude. And all of a sudden he texted me like Shaw assistant or something like at Gmail like I was yeah. like what the fuck you gonna give the bitch email no, no it's, not, it's not exactly what it's it like, is ah, yeah, don't but, but, drop but, it but it's dope though because like
2: she knows my schedule right and it's not that I don't want to come do Pete no nope, that's the point of pause, her pause pause to come pause, do yeah. me pause yeah speaking
3: of not doing like I don't Pete in the, the pausing before yeah. we go
1: out something that's really taboo especially in black culture is homosexuality and you are very comfortable in doing and saying you and Envy do like funny things on we play prison what is it <laughs> is it just (laughs) You want to create content and it's for shock value, or and I've learned like a lot of gay term. I didn't know what a trade was until I learned from you. Like you learned that from Kid Fury. Okay, because I going to ask you like, who is your resource? Like you know about that life. I learned. I learned.
2: I listened to the the read, and then before that, you know, it was a culture shock when I first moved up here, and I was doing radio with Wendy. Could Wendy be around mad gay people? And she got a a real huge gay fan base. So it was like a culture shock. But then you. It's a lot of shit you just got to dismiss from your mind because that shit don't got nothing to do with you. Like, like I always say homophobia is one of two things. It can't be because you're scared of homosexuals because what the fuck could they do to you? Like, you, you're not... There's no need to have a fear of them. But I think that men, especially straight men, we're afraid that a gay man is going to treat us the way we treat women. Mm. They're going to objectify us the way we objectify them women. booty gones. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I always had that mentality. So it's just like... I just honestly, I just don't be giving this shit. Like, yeah,
1: because now I saw you like had like a dildo, and it was just it was funny as hell. But it was just about. like, oh my god, like he's like so comfortable <laughs> and like it's just okay. No, nah, we
2: got this board up at the radio station, man.
0: His name's Easy. Is that man. the dude, the uh, Spanish yeah. dude? No, he's nah, on. He's he has, like,
1: he has like a, a show on. Who's Sundays. that dude
0: on the video? The Spanish. He's like, a, oh, that's cute. That's our producer. That motherfucker. That motherfuckers sleep with so
1: That was Amizy's dildo.
2: No, what, what happened was they sent us these whole bunch of sex toys. And so me and Envy was just terrorizing that Mezy for like two weeks, slapping him with this shit. This fucking stupid hazing shit, man. Chasing him down. Dare you motherfuckers. The <laughs> Grabbing him, humping him. This shit is gay as fuck. But it's just, it's just fun, man. And even
1: the other day you were interviewing a pharaoh, like a comedian. What's his name? Jay Farrell. Yes, Jay Farrell. and you made him so, like, I felt like if he was white, he would be turning red. Like, you were looking at him with the cat <laughs> eye, he said, and, like, you were just, First like, taking punk. it, like, you were pushing it to the limit. Because he kept saying I was making cat poses. You yeah, like, me, like, <laughs> like, with them eyes, and you just kept doing so it. I kept doing this shit fucking with him. Yo. so it's just oh, like shit. you're so confident and comfortable in doing that I it's like just pussy like, man like, no no one's doubting that you have man. children we know you have a wife yeah, hey, no,
0: like, mean it, nothing. But it's, I, it's 2016 if some whatever someone decides to do that's up to them
1: Cause I feel like in white culture they do funny shit like that all the time there you go but it's so taboo that's, yeah but that's that's,
0: that's some that's white real. people that's not me like, I, I remember, you're not white I remember you're gro- Italian yeah but listen I remember growing up I'm gonna explain to you uh, 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 we're, gonna, we're gonna end this uh, real soon I remember dudes used to, like, white dudes in the neighborhood used to grab each other's dick. Like, like what's going nah, on, man? Yeah, don't do all that. I yeah, was look like, at no, not no, I'm nigga saying, on the neck, <laughs> that's, that's the how new I gap. knew that that wasn't me, like, my style. Like, What up, Munchie? N- nah, no, no, no. I would <laughs> I never I slap you on the nuts. Like,
1: Wait, what? Some... You going to hurt them? Yeah, make you okay, fall, you that, that type okay. shit.
2: You know what I'm
0: saying?
1: Oh, remember I head balls? I ain't grabbing your dick. Yeah,
0: don't say that's white people shit. That's some white people you've seen doing that shit. It is some white people shit. No, but what I'm trying to say is, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, like now, if people now who he's consider sticking me. Up white people. No, if, so if people consider me. <laughs> Did <laughs> you call me Mr. Trump? It's so
1: confusing. Because you know how, I
0: remember, I was talking about being Italian on the... On, on, on the um, being idiots, brain idiots yeah. and, and And Schultz was like, you're white! You're white! And I'm like, yo, I'm fucking Italian. I was raised with different type of... The way I grew up was different style. You know what I mean? Like, my, the, my family, this, and, you know, listen, there was a lot of talks by the river. My father used to drive that. I didn't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, You know? But what I'm saying is I was raised different. But, you know, well, really? I see, see some people... I guess what I'm saying, is everybody does different things. You know what everybody I mean. Everybody does like, different
1: things. Yeah. Everybody. everybody that's, that's the name of this episode. Everybody, everybody does, does. Everybody. He does said do but deuce, but as everybody, as we, as, does. As we end,
0: your what, what, what are some of your highlights for the past couple of years, man? As this rise has been taken, or just in life, what are some some of the shit that you take from this and be like, yo, this is amazing. Just your greatest moments, I gather. Like just career-wise. Just yeah. Just in life.
2: I mean, definitely my daughter's being born, being married. The, those are the two biggest, probably the two biggest things for me at this moment. Um, you even,
0: even, even at the height of your career, being married? You, you never look back I at I don't that? think I'm at the height yet.
1: Question, like now I, that you are married, what your father said to you, do you understand?
0: Yes,
2: that's the goddamn movie. Yeah, but
0: I'll be honest with you, sometimes you got to get your dick sucked on the side even when you're married. I'm explaining to you why. You're going to get him in
2: trouble. No, I'm a stern believer in that. I don't know. No, do I'm going to tell you why.
0: I'm going to tell you why. But I'm <laughs>
2: stern believer in that. You'll
0: come home, you'll be sweeping the house. You'll be doing shit you've never done before. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's I, true. Because like, you
1: got guilt on your brain. I want two
0: wives. Yeah, but why are people? Here's the thing. I want polygamy. My, like my polygamy. lady does real estate on the side, and we were in. I spoke about this before, but I, we we were in like I think like Island, New Jersey. It was like 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 crazy Indian like 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 community, and uh, the dude came out and he was like. Uh, what are you doing here? And and I was like, uh, I'm j- just with my wife. You know, she's doing real estate. He's like, oh, because, you know, this is only our people here. So when he said that, I was like, what the fuck? Your people. And I realized they only want to be in the homes of themselves. But the dude turned around. He's like, you have one wife? I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, I have five wives. See what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, how the fuck does this motherfucker get to get five wives I mean, not that I want all that headache and all that you know. Like, I, all but, I need is two,
1: man. Why do you want but, two? No,
0: but why are they allowed and I can't, man? That's I not fair. Feel,
2: I feel like pickings are slim for black women. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of black men. The that are, so if you can
0: marry another woman, what would it be? White girl, <laughs> a black girl. Okay, black so you say, just okay, said man.
1: that black bitches can't get no man, and he gonna marry a white woman. Pickings no. are
0: slim. Black men are in jail or gay or gay
2: Or just not successful. And, like, yo, all the so you good... You want to help, two bitches. All the good men are taken. Like, me and mom, I be looking at my wife, like, why are, we, why are we having all this fun? This is selfish of us just to be together. We need to really add somebody to the mix. Like, this is selfish of us to not have somebody else in the picture.
1: Would she know? be, like, the, the polar opposite of your wife, or like, would they have, like, similarities? I don't
2: know. I mean, I don't have nobody... I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it'd probably be... Mm, slightly similar But opposite
1: And she would have to be A little older Cause the Younger Ain't nobody No ain't no wife Letting no young bitches Younger man Younger 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 nah, Younger Younger Get you, you a, a nice answer. If need you got a you a nice hat.
2: Like my wife's like What 33 Don't drop 34 like like that. You know what I'm saying You Get you a nice 22 yes. 24 year old You know what I mean That's who you add that To the roster That bitch is gonna be The
1: maid too Like bitch why are you doing that? After you take the dick out your mouth, you're going to go do these dishes and you're going to make up this bed? Like, I believe you in I me, no I'm not going
2: to lie to you. I believe in have more than one wife. I can't lie to you. I do. I really do. I don't know how. I hopefully, if, if Trump wants to do anything to get back in my good graces, <laughs> that's what he would have to do.
0: Right, to open up marriage for? Polygamy. Yeah, there you go. For everybody.
1: What does your wife say when you say this? She just like laugh it off?
2: She ain't listening to this shit.
0: Yeah, she ain't listening to shit. She ain't listening to her. What's her We time? do have
2: these conversations, though What's she's a Sagittarius? Sagittarius Oh I'm a Sagittarius Oh she's a fire
1: sign yep. And you're cancer You're mad sensitive That sounds like fun
2: It is We've been together 18 years That's
1: 18
0: funny. years 18 Mother since 1998 May God bless you Listen internet When is the book coming again? April
2: seventeenth. Black privilege. Opportunity comes to those who create it.
0: And you can pre-order it right now. It's available. It. Go to see everywhere.
2: The, see the book. C T H A B O O K dot and that takes you to all the different sites, Barnes and Nobles, all that shit. And like. you
1: have an audio book for the people that can't read.
2: Doing audio book. There
1: you baby.
0: go. How many? How many years uh, you signed up for the Breakfast Club, with? Got What's a, the contract looking like? Uh,
2: four. Because I did. I had a, I had a two year deal with an option for a third. They exercised. Matter of fact, they didn't even exercise the third. They just gave me a whole new contract for three years. And then Now, you uh,
0: have someone negotiate that, or you negotiate yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yourself? I got a radio
2: agent. Yeah. So then last year, I signed a five-year deal, which is the long-term deal. So this is the first year of my five-year deal, so I got four more years. What does
0: it feel like to have a million dollars in the bank, man? I want to know. Because I don't. I don't. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm asking. I don't either. You always want to know about people finances. <laughs> so Target. is it all, like, t-shirt. separate? Like,
1: if you don't want to sign on, does that affect the other two uh, do you guys come up as a joint deal? Because nah, nah, I know nah, that I'm not really. Nah. If you don't sign on, or if Angela doesn't like Envy, is cool. I'm not listening anymore.
2: Now all of us signed at a different times because en- Envy was already there. Right. Yeah. Me, Angela, and Pro Style came in at the same time, but they did my contract. They did me. They gave me a new contract before they gave Angela a new contract. So it's all kind of off. Hopefully we we'll all catch up one day. We can go in there and do the friends thing. Yeah, and like, that's what
1: I'm. That's where I was going give with this. Exactly.
0: List. Well, listen. First of all, uh, being in the morning show this long is amazing. So I applaud you because they yeah. don't last that long. Yeah. And think about it. You know, and Power 105 wasn't you know kicking morning show like what you have been doing. You know, and yeah. you guys, are, the longevity is there in radio. I mean, longevity. I
2: mean, think about other morning shows in New York. Since Breakfast Club been on,
0: please. We've been on seven years. It's crazy, and, and it's I've seen like four different versions. Yeah. Of, enough, yeah. of other morning shows. <laughs> so so just alone, just that. that that's to be credited as, God as congratulations. Good. God is everything. So you got the, got the Breakfast Club. Got the podcast, Brilliant idiots. idiots. We got the Uncommon Sense. Black
2: Privilege coming, Uncommon Sense. I got a bunch of shows. I'm executive producer. I can't wait till I can announce these shows that I'm EPing. We got a movie coming out next year called Body with my man Joseph Kahn. I'm okay. a consultant producer on that. We filmed that already. It's a battle rap movie. I think it's going to do a lot the culture of battle rap we got everybody in that shit Murder Mook Loaded Lux no Murder Mook's not in it Loaded Lux Hollow the Dawn Beloved um, Disaster mm. it's arson, Arsenal
0: listen he's always up to something and, and, and he
2: right got
1: it. Rabbit in it though
2: now we got our own.
0: to this, don't go eat no bear shoulder. After this, okay, <laughs> okay. You know, the Mexicans are gonna be in bear shoulder all over the fucking place. But anyway, thank you for coming thank on the Thank you for having show. me, Pete. Um, I, like I said, uh, continued success. I love seeing you know the 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 climb and and you continue to win. I feel like, uh, Eve, Eve, like you like I'm a dude that sold drugs and got locked up. So it gives me inspiration. You know what I mean. It all gives right. people inspiration from from the hood. I don't give a fuck what color you are. Um. Even just as being a dad, you know, the parenting sense. Like, just I feel like in this day and age, when you connect with someone on all levels of life, it gives you inspiration. Yes, sir. You know, so thank you. And thank the internet, internet, will love and hate Charlemagne, So they love listen, them. Well, they do. Get in where you fit in. Al. We'll see you next episode. Cheer.